Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you.
Boom. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you for hollering at me tonight. I appreciate y'all being here. Let's go ahead and get this thing started, would we? Get some words from your boy himself. If they have to pay out $159,000 billion lead, <laughs> less for prescription drugs, then it reduces the deficit. If they have to pay out $159,000 billion lead. <laughs> I love it when they give him numbers, dude. I love it when they give him numbers. Look at that face. He knows he can't even do it himself. He can't even figure it out on his own self. I expect me to figure it out. What the hell are you talking about? You tell me. I have no idea. You tell me. Yeah, he just looked at the camera like, what if he just messed up? Yeah. He knew what he did. He's looking at everybody else. You believe me making these mistakes and still the president? I can't believe I'm doing this myself. Incoherent, babbling, moron. We ain't done yet. In two years, I reduced the debt. $1.7 billion. $1.7 billion. The largest deficit reduction in American history. <laughs> Two years. Y'all believe that? The largest deficit reduction in American history? After probably the highest inflation in American history? I don't know. Yeah, Kat, how was your anniversary? How'd that go? Everything turned out like you wanted it to? Yeah, he raised the debt ceiling. They had to raise it just so they could keep the damn government open. That's so dumb. They drive me crazy with this crap. Nothing to worry about, though. Here's another one. Train carrying thousands of propane tank derails. Currently, currently, multiple authorities, including hazmat crews, are responding to a train derailment in Manatee County, Florida. One of the tankers is carrying over 30,000 gallons of propane fuel along with several other cars. So far, no leaks have been detected along with no injuries, officials say. Okay. What's up, Sonia? Yeah, so we got more uh, train derailments out here. Making a huge mess. Nothing to see, though. That's in Florida, so let's see how they handle that one. Because they was giving uh, old homeboy some mess about uh, not going there in time. Let's see if DeSantis, how he handles his. 
Here's the more close-up version of the train derailment right there. Yeah, this is a new one, Sonya. It's in uh, Manatee, Florida this time. Manatee County, Florida. Carrying 30,000 gallons of propane. I hope y'all don't need some propane soon. Good thing we're going into the summertime, about to be spring, I guess. Nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see here. Don't even worry, you're pretty little head about it. Anthony! What's up, everybody? I appreciate y'all being here tonight. Yeah, y'all seen old Lloyd Lightfoot's dumbass is out of there now. Bye-bye. Look how sad that face is. How could you not love a face like that? Chicago Lair Lightfoot blames election loss on racism and gender. She's saying because she's a black woman, of course. That's why she lost. Well, how'd she get in the first time? Yep. Ding dong. The Beetlejuice is gone. Thank God, dude. I'm so look tired of looking at this nine head. Like, get it out of here, dude. Yeah, my day's going good, homeboy. I appreciate you asking about that. Busy as I'll get out. I've been posting videos like a mofo today. I went uh, live a couple times. Oh, Aaron Brockovich was out there uh, doing the train derailment update. Yeah, how'd she get on the first time if, uh, if it wasn't for that stylish hairpiece right there? I don't know what she'd be in life. Yeah, we stayed up last night having a Tupperware party. It was a good time. It's always a good time on Sonya's channel. Bye-bye, Beetlejuice. What do y'all think about that? Do you think she got in there because she was a woman and she was black, or is that the reason why they let her go? Or is because she was totally inept, like most of these politicians can't do their damn job? I'd like to see what uh Chicago cop says about that. Yeah, I mean. See what they say. Simply put, 83% of the voters said we do not want Lori Lightfoot when you add up uh, the totals and see where she, she landed there. Not a lot of support there. Is this a mandate against woke mayors like Lori Lightfoot that, and the harm that they are causing blue cities like Chicago? I, I believe that it is. I believe that people have just had enough. And um, my message has been go out and change regime, regime change is the only way we're going to fix this. And I think this was a loud and clear message that, that, that <laughs> this woke agenda is not working for Chicago. Yeah, that forehead could stop a train for sure. 
Yeah, Sonia, I don't know who beat her out. Who did beat her for the nomination? And I'm wondering, it's usually somebody even worse. If they hated her, who the hell they get in there to replace her? And if you hadn't heard who it was, it was probably somebody good, though. I don't know. Was it a Republican person? Who, who knows? Sound off if you know who it was. One Democrat to another. Do you think it was a Democrat that went in there? I'm not too sure. We can read this article out that they talk about it, though. A recent poll shows that 61% of Chicago residents disapproved of Lori Lightfoot's performance as mayor. Diana, do you know one single person that voted for Lightfoot? And if so, <laughs> what was their reasoning? <laughs> that damn reporter's throwing salt already. <laughs> I don't know one single person that voted for her raggedy ass. Not Republicans that much, I know. Okay. Yeah, I knew that was going to be a long shot, but it had to be somebody that was better than her. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, how much worse can you get, honestly? We said that before, though. Actually, I do not know a single person who voted for Lightfoot, um, especially after I got mugged uh, in January or December in one of the nicest neighborhoods of the city. And, and people were looking at this at happening at 11 o'clock in the morning and they're going, yeah, something happened. Wow. She got mugged at 11 o'clock in the morning. Somehow that doesn't surprise me. She wrote a letter to the editor. Democrat uh, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot blamed racism and her gender for her landslide defeat in her reelection bid. A Chicagoans wary of rising crime on her watch celebrated her fall from political rock star to rock bottom. Oh, here we go. I'm a black woman in America, of course. She replied when asked by a reporter if she had been treated unfairly. But she called Chicago's mayor. The honor of a lifetime, being Chicago's mayor. I couldn't have done it without y'all. Regardless of tonight's outcome, we fought the right fights and we put this city on a better path. <laughs> Are you for real? <laughs> better path to hell. Sonya said she dressed up as Rona the Destroyer for Halloween. Yeah, didn't she do some uh, Mardi Gras get-up, too, even though she's in Chicago? I thought I saw that as well. Maybe I'm tripping. Amid heavy criticism for the crime wave, homelessness, and other troubles plaguing the city, the mayor has also injected race into the run-up to the election. I'm a black woman. Let's not forget. I mean, how could you forget? They remind you about it all the time. I mean, other than that sweet spot right there, you know what I mean? It's hard to forget she's a, a dashing young lass. Lightfoot 60 told the New, New Yorker in a piece that ran Saturday. Certain folks, frankly, don't support us in leadership roles. Chicago Tribune called her loss 
a political embarrassment and argued that crime skyrocketed on her watch. Oh, okay, Sonia's got some details on the other two candidates. The two candidates to emerge from today's Tuesday's first round of voting and advance to an April 4th runoff, according to the Associated Press. Were Paul Velas, I've heard that name before, a former public schools executive, and Brandon Johnson, a county board commissioner. Paul Gust Velas is an American politician and former education superintendent, a member of the Democratic Party. He served as a superintendent of the Bridgeport Public Schools and Recovery. Brandon Johnson is an American politician from Illinois. I wonder how that school district is going that he was a, a part of. A member of the Democratic Party, Johnson serves on the Cook County Board of Commissioners representing the 1st District. Oh, boy. One is white and one is black. What, what does that have to do with anything? How dare you? Shout out to my reporter on the street, Sonia. Both are in education. Yep. I wonder how their school district is going, though. If we could find out what school district that they're that that guy or both of those gentlemen are from, and see what their uh, stats are on that, I'd be curious to know that. Probably give you a little insight into the future. Lightfoot campaigned for mayor in 2019 by arguing crime was too high, saying she wanted to make light um, she wanted to make Chicago the safest big city in the country. Wow. On a scale of one to ten, how safe do y'all think Chicago is? Like ten being the safest and one being not so safe. Like you would give it a ten for safeness and a one for that shit being dangerous as a mofo. But homicides, mostly from gun violence, spiked dramatically in 2020 and 2021 from 500 murders in 2019 to 776 and 804 in the next two years, respectively. Shootings and carjackings also skyrocketed. Violent crime in the city spiked 40%, wow, since she promised her during her inaugural address to end the epidemic of gun violence that devastates families, shatters communities, holds children hostage to fear in their own homes. What's up with that fedora, too, man? That should get on my nerves. Bothering people while they eat breakfast and stuff? Like, come on, man. The paper attributed some of her woes to bad timing due to the pandemic. They blame everything on that. Not everything was, has a result of that, man. And civil unrest following the murder of this dude, too. Okay. They blame it on that, too. 
she almost embraced playing the heavy shutting down the lakefront and admonishing people to stay home. It played into her dictatorial, dictator, dictatorial personality. She was a dictator. Inspiring an av avalanche of hysterical memes, the mayor was smart enough to embrace, the paper said. The Chicago City Alderman, Anthony Beale, said that for Lightfoot, it, it was my way or the highway coming out of the gate. Well, she didn't do very good. I'm glad she's gone. Peace out, sister. SE said one. Yeah, I would say one too. I don't think it'd be a one for the safety. Not so very safe. Lightfoot was the first black woman and first openly gay person to lead Chicago. Well, hell, you failed, lady. Sorry. Hopefully the new one they get in there will uh, do better. I can't call it though. Watch this shit. Being saved. Michael went on to do great things. He taught twerking in schools. He started a new fitness phenomenon called Twerk to 20. No one's, no one's sure if it works or not, but they're giving money for it anyway. And he became the first Olympic athlete to win a gold medal for twerking. Michael was a national These are little kids. All because he follows his heart. All because he was true to himself. Being saved. These are little damn kids right here. This fool talking about twerking. They don't even know what he's talking about. These fools are going to be ashamed of themselves. There's a whole other thing we need to get in on that. Infants in attendance. Oh, I got some video that'll blow your damn mind. I don't want to play it, but we have to. Yeah, so here we go. Bing, bam, boom. Graphic drag show for babies featuring nearly naked men, bondage, outrageous Twitter, absolutely abhorrent. Let's go see what we can get into. Yeah, Boomhauer is actually having a date night tonight, but this is close to home. Kurt Cameron came to uh, Hendersonville, which is a town right outside of Nashville. I had no idea about this, but we're going to watch it. Graphic drag show for babies featuring nearly naked men and bondage. Outrageous Twitter. The UK baby drag show says it's for parents who want a big London night out that you can bring your baby to. 
So this is in the UK, but uh, when they went to go, Kirk Cameron, he's, you know, he's all into Jesus and whatnot. So when they went to go do their family friendly uh, library readings of decent books, they get denied by 50 plus libraries that also held drag queen story hours for other people. Yeah, it's child abuse. I mean, that's a baby. You know what I mean? Let's see what Kirk Cameron says about it. Let's bring in the author of the new book, As You Grow. He is also an actor, writer, producer, and Christian. Welcome, Kirk Cameron. Curtis, Kirk, it's great to have you on here. Thank you. Great to I be with you. I just want to make sure that we say that, that there was no drag queen shows in Hendersonville, Tennessee, but you did get some pushback for going there. Talk about that. Yeah. Um, we had originally been denied by over 50 woke libraries. Uh, that when they first, I saw, first saw this video and he said Hendersonville, Tennessee, I go, whoa, hold up, man. Let me go back on this shit. What? So he said there were no drag shows in Hendersonville, but listen to what happens here. Had previously held drag queen story hours. Uh, that changed when we threatened to uh, assert some constitutional rights. Originally been denied by over 50 woke libraries uh, that had previously held drag queen story hours. Uh, that changed when we threatened to uh, assert some constitutional rights. And then libraries started asking us to come. And one of the libraries I wanted to go to was in the Nashville area. Uh, we, we, uh, we, we got the invitation to come, mm -hmm. but then the head librarian said, actually, now that we know who you are and what you're bringing, we don't want your movement at our library. And uh, really was about as kind as a hornet to us and to our staff and to the community members yeah. who were standing out in the rain for a couple of hours when they could have been inside where it was nice and warm. It's interesting because we see the pictures of the rain. You could have let them inside here. The response, the outpouring, the people who wanted to come to the library was vast. Oh, Oh, they were coming out of the woodwork. In fact, we had the city mayor, the, uh, the county mayor, the county commissioners, uh, some from the board mm -hmm. of directors at the library, and about 700 people who came out before the library even opened. And uh, Trace, we were there singing the national anthem around the flag in front of the library, mm -hmm. hands over our hearts reciting the Pledge of Allegiance and praying, and then went into the library. I'm, I'm curious because if you got pushback in Hendersonville, what about the libraries that are actually holding these drag show stories? I mean, what are they saying when you show up there? Well, uh, first you have to uh, apply to be able to have a story time there. Right. And uh... Yeah. I can't believe he gets denied for wanting to do positive shit, but they let all this other stuff. Bare, bare cheeks hanging out there. Y'all seeing that stuff? Uh, many of them just simply told us, uh, we're not interested, our community doesn't align with your values. And I'm, I'm trying to remind them that the book I'm talking about is, is uh, all about the fruit of the Spirit, right. which is a, a biblical term for love, joy, kindness, patience, gentleness, self-control. So which one of those values wouldn't you align with? I think uh, it, it's really... Y'all yeah, remember when he was in Growing Pains? He played Mike Seaver in that shit. And he was like the wild kid that always got the girls and he was always in trouble. He was super popular on the show, but then when he came out as like pro Jesus, everybody thought he lost his mind and they shunned him, so he didn't get any more acting roles after that. Really, uh, maybe a worldview that they're they're not agreeing with, and they want to go woke rather than back to the Judeo Christian values that actually. Uh, we're the foundation for the freest country in the world. You talk about the fruit of the spirit. What do you make of the Asbury University revival and the revivals that are popping up around the country? 
It's fascinating. I'm intrigued. I'm hopeful. Uh, we hope that these aren't just um, Jesus goosebumps that pass, but that these uh, turn into spirit. Yeah, I love that show too, Kate. As long as we got each other. Bum, bum, da, da, da. I remember that shit all the time. I watch that every day when I got home from school. Everybody loved that show. You know the song? Everybody wanted to be that family. Like, man, they love each other. They're a together family and stuff. What was his dad's name? I forget. I'm like, damn, everybody wants that type of family. I was envious. Spiritual mountains that begin to reform families, churches, and our government structure. We want things that will systemically change um, values and virtues back to those that lead to blessing and protection. So yeah. I think only time will tell. It's interesting. We talked to a young woman last night at Liberty University. and Adam Thicke. Yeah, that was his name. And wasn't Robin Thicke his son? Didn't he do music? Yeah, Robin Thicke was his son, and they, he did some fly-ass music. Sonia says, when I debated people about this, they'd say it's just men in ball gowns or about tolerance. They can no longer say that with all this footage. Oh, yeah, I got footage that puts both of those two things together. That's a, that's a perfect point. We asked her, in fact, we told her, we said, your generation is the least religious generation in history. And she said this, watch. I think that our generation is going to be a real surprise. Um, I think we're going to do a lot of unexpected things that people <laughs> just don't expect at all. And they're going to be out of the blue. But one thing I really, really respect about my generation is no matter what side you fall on, on any issue or religion, um, you're always very hot or very cold. And our generation really wants the real thing. Lastly, to you, Kirk, do you, really are you hot surprised really cold? when you What's travel you the about? country and you hear people? Is there an appetite for this? Is there an appetite for for Christ and for... Yeah, he's going to talk about those revivals. Have y'all seen any footage of those revivals? Man, that shit was crazy. Yeah, there's no defending that. Christian values. There is an insatiable appetite because I see as I travel across the country going to hundreds of churches and uh, schools, people are seeing the rotting, twisted, gnarled, and bitter fruit that <laughs> a woke Marxist root produces. And so when a false system begins to topple, it begins to show its true colors, people say, wait a minute, we don't like this. We want to go back to something that's actually going to produce a sweet fruit, like liberty yeah. and justice and blessing. And that's where I see people turning and going, let's go back to the ways that George Washington, that Lincoln and our forefathers and mothers told us was the way, faith in God, Fearless faith and moral integrity. Yeah. And that's what people are wanting. The book is called As We Grow. Best of luck, Kirk Cameron. Thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. Thanks, Trace. Great. Yeah, what do y'all think about that? Those revivals, man. It seems like that's the way uh are turning back to religion because I mean, look at how many people were in that place. You like the mom too? Yeah. They compare it to a woman dressing up as Cinderella or a princess. <laughs> yeah, not quite. Not quite. Yeah, we're going to uh, show you all some crazy footage here.
it goes right along with that same um, theme that Sonia was talking about. Pull it up here. Give me one second. Make sure y'all hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button if you like what you're hearing out there. Yeah, here's what uh, Sonia was just talking about. Actually, that's not the exact one. That might have been on Instagram where I saw that. Give me one second. I'll pull that up. Make sure y'all follow me on uh, Rumble. Make sure you follow me on the Twitterverse as well. I'm going to drop those links for y'all right there. Uh, make sure you stay tuned after the YouTube show is over. We're going to all jump over to Rumble and do a heavy-duty news show over there. And then we're going to watch a movie at the very end. So here's the link for that channel. Here's the link for the uh, Twitter. Go to this Instagram. Not sure if I saved that shit or not. I think I did. Give me one second here. Oh, hell, I didn't save it over there, but we'll get to it right here on this page instead. But basically, there was a, uh, um, a, some kind of political member. I'm not sure what he, she was, but they were saying, uh, would you go to the, the ball that we went to yesterday, you'd see it was grown men in ball dresses, ballroom dresses. It's not this shit that you're seeing right here on the screen right now. Look at the, these are toddlers, man. Not even, these are babies. And these dudes are straight up got their crack in the air. This is a half naked grown man right here. These are all baby children right here. These are all disgraceful parents. There's mostly women in here. So ladies, get it together. Have a conversation with your uh, female brethren, I guess, for the lack of a better word. Yeah, tag me on some in case you didn't see them all. Yeah, thank you. There was a combination of this one and the um, conversation that the uh, person was having with like the school board people or they were voting on something, books, banning books or something. I'm not sure. But tell me what kind of common sense that this makes for it to be happening. I, I like to know what the logic is. And what are these buildings that are housing this trash? This is not a library. These places need to be investigated, man. Yep, arrested for exposure. Nasty man pervers. Yeah, they're they're a bunch of fucking weirdos. Just shaking booty out here. These are these are children, man. Babies. 
trying to make them Davies. That's what I was saying on the thumbnail that you see those little babies. What, how are they going to be affected by all this? Hi, Mama. Heather's being incognito. Yeah, here was the ad for the damn Hershey. My name is Faye Johnstone. I'm the executive director of Wisdom to Action. The world, everyone is to live in. We don't need to hear this dude talk. But he's living his authentic self. These are women. See how women are changing the, for the future. You got five o'clock shadows straight up. Look at this damn creature. I almost thought about putting Joe Biden's face on there. Smashing them together on the thumbnail. But it didn't, I didn't have enough time. I figured the image kind of spoke for itself, though. Like, uh, what the fuck? These mothers' lack of protective instinct. Oh, yeah, for sure. Somebody needs to go in there like Pootie Tang and whip that ass with the belt. No damn sense. Don't make no sense. Yeah, I'm never going to tolerate it. Never going to get it. Whoa, 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 whoa. I think it's a lot of parents that are gay and adopt kids and they take them to crap like this. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. And and so, are, are the fathers all at work? Or are they all a part of it too? I just, like I said, I see a lot of women in there. Are they going because it's their girlfriends all want to go together and just make it this whole big thing? We want our kids to grow up different. We want them to include everybody. I get it, man, but uh, shaking cheeks in front of babies is not a way to get there. Yeah, they told us they are. They they made that video, we're coming for your children. I forget how it went, but that was basically it. Even if one said that babies are too young to know the difference between drags or any character... They might innocently think it's as entertainment. They're being taught to see this as normalized. Oh, yeah. So then when you got an, a six-foot-five dude trying to pull out a schlong on you, you'll be like, hey, man, this is just Mrs. Inclusion, whatever her name is. No big deal. So disrespective to women. And this is during their month, too, you know, so we're on day two of it. I can't wait to see the rest of it. Dylan Mulvaney's going to make an appearance. The weird dude with the five o'clock shadow and the really nice white teeth and the lipstick, he's going to make an appearance. Be seen. Boom. What up, Fonzie? Hello, hello, hello. Crazy. Yeah, so uh, the people in the Texas area. And also they canceled schools here in my area for high wind. They're saying the National Weather Service in San Antonio has issued an extremely dangerous severe thunderstorm warning for Pearsall, Bigfoot, Charlotte, and Pleasanton, Pleasanton, Texas, as they are calling. 
this a life-threatening situation as it's currently producing softball-sized hail. We are just talking about this, Sonia. This right here is what I do for a living, but this is like beyond fixable type shit. This when you got uh look at what it does to this windshield. Imagine you're driving down the street and there's a storm coming and boom, 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 boom. This is all oh, this is glass falling down on you inside your car. I've seen it to where it's knocked the headliner down and knocked the fucking dome light out of the fixture up top of it. It left a dent uh, about this size all the way across the top of the thing. You know what I mean? Both of my hands were together. It looked like a damn football. So if you get knocked in your head while you're out there, this stuff going to come flying through your window. I was working in a storm one time in Canada where the uh, they had just put up this new siding on this whole new complex. Look how big that is. And that shit looked like somebody hit it with a damn, uh, a pellet gun or, uh, just went upside it. You know what I mean? It was just like all across there. Wichita, Kansas got it too, Fonz. Oh, she's, uh, got a clip on the subject of the weirdo parents. Get to it in one second. Thank you so much. But look at this. Coming through your damn ceiling, son. Could you imagine you sitting there watching the weather report and that shit comes flying through there? Boom, boom, boom. Crazy as hell. Yeah, so be careful out there, folks. And Boomhauer texted me earlier and said that they were uh, having bad weather coming this way, so. It's on YouTube, though, so YouTube don't try to block me. Parent, Hazel and Sparrow. We have a two-year-old antigender baby and a 10-year-old who is non-binary. They have chosen- Dude, they are brand new into this world. What the fuck are you talking about? It's mind-boggling. It's not, but it is. You know what I'm saying? For them to try to legit legitimize it? No way, dude. Yeah, remember that's where that light got knocked out of the headliner that time? Not to disclose Sparrow's gender. We don't know it yet. It's something that Sparrow's going to have to figure out and then... Wow. Look at these clowns. It's something... Look at this big six foot, 500 pound dude right here. 257 pound brand... Brandon, big, big old, big boy. This motherfucker could cut logs with that chin. He could break both of these dudes in half. Look at this big son of a bitch. Oh my God, dude. That Sparrow's gonna have to fix. Sparrow. They're gonna try to get my channel ding with that dumbass music. 
They all got the mask on, typical. Yeah, people blowing them up on social media, probably giving them messages and whatnot. Jesus Christ. Yeah, the fact that they got kids involved with this. Hazel, they, them. Sparrow. Just the names are weak. I get it. They're girls, you know what I mean? But come on. You can't blame the kids for who their parents are, though. You know what I mean? What type of life would they have if they got adopted by real people instead of some uh, brain-damaged individuals, in my opinion? I'm no psychologist, though, so. Yeah, that dude's left straight up like a linebacker. I don't know what uh, she, her profession was, but... He could do it. Yeah, I saw this one on uh, Robbie's Starbucks wife. I sent you that one. Yeah, here's the other one. I think I sent it to you, Sonia, or you sent it to me. Dang it, I didn't mean to do that. Sorry. Wrong window. Sorry about that. Yeah, here's the one that I was talking about now. Thank you, Sonia, for sending me that. Or no, I, yeah, I, I sent that to Sonia. It was propaganda fluent if y'all don't follow her on uh, Instagram. There's a sound on this trash. Valuable to our community in a way that is age appropriate to them. That's why if you would have come to the drag show on, on Saturday, what you would have seen is people in full length dresses, in beautiful gowns, celebrating our art, our history, and the fact that we're alive today. I am getting very tired of standing up on bills that are directly impacting my community. Um, obviously, I'm a strong no vote on this. Um, the bill purports to be about drag, and let me start by saying what drag is. Drag is art. Drag is beautiful. We lived through people trying to disallow our marriage. We adopted children. We grew up and sharing an art form that's valuable to our community in a way that is age-appropriate to them. That's This shit was on C-SPAN. You seeing this here? House floor session, house chambers, February 23rd. This was on C-SPAN. This dude's up here trying to make a case for this. And I wonder, are you know how they uh, pull up the memes, they pull up the tweets and all that? Are they showing these videos when they're at the Congress so people can see exactly what's happening at these raggedy-ass drag shows? Oh, he's getting very tired. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like Joe Biden losing his patience with y'all. Yeah, why are they naked? You got cheeks straight hanging out over here. Look at these cheeks straight hanging out. Why, if you would have come to the drag show on, on Saturday, what you would have seen is people in These are babies, man. In beautiful That's gowns, a baby. Celebrating our art, our history, and the... Those are two babies. This young lady's got a baby. The fact that we're alive today. That's a baby. That's a baby. Hey, I am getting... This whole fucking room is full of babies. And this dude has got his cheeks hanging, about to bust cheeks right here in front Very of everybody. Of Boom, busting, busting cheeks in front of all these kids right here. Standing Wrong. up on bills that are directly impacting my community. 
this is wrong shit. These kids are like, when do we get to play with our toys? They got toys all around here making this shit seem like it's normal. Um, Doing these weird splits and shit. It, it's weird, man. I don't know why they don't enforce the laws on these raggedy ass people. That shit's indecent exposure in the very least. Not to mention child abuse. I will have to do the uh, app for that part of it. Let me plug that in. Give me one second. I don't know why Instagram does this. Let me show you what I'm talking about, Sonia. See this? It says use the latest version of Instagram to see this type of message. Okay, I will then. And these drag queens think they are talented and special. Their performances are garbage. Yeah, they all do the same moves, the splits. They got their junk hanging out. It's shit that a raggedy stripper would do. Not impressed. Not impressed in the least. Not worth a damn dime. Why do they want kids in the audience? How pathetic. Yeah, it seems like they want validation from children because they know the the real grown-ups are not going to give it to them. So they're having to mold the minds of the younger children to say, you know what, man, your parents are out of touch. They don't know what they're talking about. Wolverine said just for their movement or whatever, they would be smarter if they would recognize that people don't like it and move on. Some people may tolerate them a little better, just saying. Yeah, somebody's going to have to give up. And there's always a little compromise to make everybody happy. Yeah, here's your damn candy. Feel free to knock this shit over if you see it out in the world. You boycott this mess now. Her, she's. I knew they'd get into doing something. If it was for women, it'd be different. But, um, it's not, so... Why are they trying to change women? Why are they, where are y'all trying to replace women? I don't get it. At least the ones reading books were trying to put on a false image. This is straight up perversion. Yeah, I wonder what comes first. The story time or the performance? You sit down and tell a, a nice little story and then you get your cheeks hanging out or vice versa. I don't know. Maybe it's the toxic masculinity. I don't know. Can we just talk about masculinity for a moment? Um, has being second gentleman changed your own view of perceived gender roles or what it means 
to be a man? Oof, that's, this is something I've, I've thought about a lot, something I've spoken about a lot. There's too much of toxicity, it, it, masculine toxicity out there. And there, we've kind of confused what it means to be a man, what it means to be masculine. Can we just talk about masculinity for a moment? Um, has being second gentleman changed your own view of perceived gender roles or what it means to be a man? Oof, that's, this is something I've, I've thought about a lot, something I've spoken about a lot. There's too much of toxicity, it, it, masculine toxicity out there. And there, we've kind of confused what it means to be a man, what it means to be masculine. What it means to be a man, what it means to be masculine. We've gotten away from that. Okay. Sure, buddy. Remember we were talking about those whales before? We're not done talking about that shit, but while this is on my page, 23 dead whales and only two wind turbines in place. Plans for thousands of wind turbines may wipe out whales forever. And we were talking about how did they end up on the beach? Well, the damn boats are running into them that are installing those wind turbine blades on related news. Anthony, you're not going to buy that he-she chocolate? You're not going to buy he-she chocolate, man? Yeah, we're just talking about this stuff. Seems mind-boggling to me, honestly. Like, I don't get it, man. Okay, one second. I'm going to try to pull up this... Uh iPhone. Sonya sent me a couple of things. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah! Again, these are all damn babies. I don't need all that music. But they're yay! But I don't know if parents don't know that this is happening or they just don't care. Obviously, they're all involved in it. Hope you fall and break your damn neck, you idiot. Don't hurt yourself. Look at this. What, the tiger penis? What the hell's happening right here with the tiger ding-ding right there? He was balancing himself with his wang. Weird. Again, these are babies. My baby's first brag show. Look at this thing. Jesus Christ, dude. Is this the, is this the 2023 clowns? Remember we used to go see clowns back in the day and they were so fucking terrifying? Is that what the My baby's first brag show. Like just a 
a sideshow. My baby's first brag show. That's a baby. Like, why would you tell a baby to get look, look at the dollar in his hand? Give this, this creature a dollar. My baby's first brag show. to Sonia, uh, Sonia for sending me those. You ever know, so I th never thought, Sonia says, I never thought I would see this day or this thing from my mind. Uh, yeah. Who had that on their bingo card? Not me. Not me. They taking out a baby's hand. What the hell? They should be ashamed of themselves. This is a how. This is how gone they are. Can't even recognize it. Yeah, they want you to reason with these people. They want you to be neighborly with these people. They want you to be friendly with these people. And I see anybody can dress in drag, no matter how horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's about accepting everybody for how hideous they are. Unless you're straight and white, then you're a piece of crap. Taking money out the baby's hand. Yeah, it's like conditioning. Brainwashing, conditioning. All on purpose. Yeah, they're sick, man. That's why uh, Matt Walsh, uh, he has no uh, regrets about going in on these idiots because obviously they see that they're pulling all the punches. Moving on. Moving on. So the Tale of Two Cities. Uh, this is going to be a video from uh, Jonathan Cho. He's a journalist in Seattle. He took a deep dive into the homeless crisis, homeless crisisness, spiraling out of control. Crisisness is that a word? The homeless crisis spiraling out of control on. The WS dot properties. At this point, Washington State's capital may have some of the most problematic encampments in the region. Crushing mom and pop businesses. And even big box store retailers like Hobby Lobby. But the response on the other side of the Interstate is like night and day. Watch this. Washington State Capitol building and the halls of power. Lawmakers watch helplessly as Olympia's homeless crisis on state highways head in the wrong direction. Not going to change. 
Take a look at this disaster off Slater Kinney Road. They're, they're just letting them do what they want. Dozens of tents and structures are embedded on the right of way, with more and more homeless people moving in each day. They have to do something, make it illegal. Across the street, it's even bigger, with trash, debris, and needles scattered everywhere. Look at this shit, dude. These are Target carts. Like, Target wonder where all their baskets are. Go across the street, man. They got them over there. What the hell? Spilling into the community. Get a dump truck and load them up. All yep, they need to get a big-ass truck and start loading all this shit up. They talking about jobs? Let's get it cleaned up. All of this is being allowed to flourish right next to several busy strip malls. And they came in here, like, every night. Tony Wynn owns Saigon Fusion 8 and says because of this gigantic encampment. Pretty much anything that they able to take, they take it. Businesses nearby are dealing with a spike in thefts, drug overdoses in bathrooms, and many customers are now just staying away. And Have you complained to the city? Have you called the police? Oh, we call about it. Drug overdoses in bathrooms. Wow. Uh, they can't do anything. The security guard patrolling the Hobby Lobby parking lot asked me not to show his face or use his name. For the most part, they stay on that side of the fence. But says drug dealers and luxury cars are constantly pulling up and preying on these lost souls. The drugs are the issue. They've got a supply and demand. They got people over there that just come and that's the local drug spot to get drugs. Dropping them off, picking them up. It's a never-ending cycle. I just got here a couple of weeks ago. Allie Wilson invited me into her tent. Her friends passed out after smoking fentanyl. But it doesn't define who we are as people. Wilson says the homeless are not all criminals, but admits virtually everyone here is addicted to some type of hardcore substance. Aren't you concerned? Look at these motherfuckers, man. They're just zombies. Living just to get high and that's it. For your safety living out here like this? No, because most of the people out here are my family. All each other has. Look at this smoke in here. Whatever they're smoking right now, this reporter's breathing that shit. We want to close these homeless encampments. This American tragedy is unfolding in Governor Jay Inslee's backyard. His office referred me to WashDOT, but agency leaders declined an on-camera interview. Instead, they sent me a statement that reads in part, moving individuals from a site requires an offer of housing, and there currently are not enough available. His office referred me to WashDOT, but agency leaders declined an on-camera interview. Instead, What the hell is this plastic between these two trees all about? Is this your fencing to keep people out of your yard? What is this? They sent me a statement that reads in part, moving... What's up, alien? ...individuals from a site requires an offer of housing, and there currently are not enough available beds to offer. Olympia City Manager, Mayor, and Council members didn't want to answer questions on camera either. But a spokesperson says they're working closely with the state to help place people into long-term housing. But no timeline on when all of this will happen. This isn't compassion to me. While the state and city figure out what to do next, simply walk over onto the Lacey side. We have absolutely different viewpoints on how it should be handled. This yeah, watch this dude, how he and, and his people on his side handle this shit. Same stretch on I-5 is clean, tent-free, and Lacey Council member Lenny Greenstein says it's because they've empowered their police officers to enforce trespassing laws and make arrests. That is the difference. We have uh, 67 officers here now. Along with enforcement, Lacey... You got one of BHE flags, too. Did y'all catch that little BHE designs flag? Uh, 67 officers here now. Along with enforcement... 
Um, look at that. Or one just like it. It's this. It doesn't look like the same type of quality, but it's still the same type of design. Lacey Police Chief Robert Almada says leaving the homeless in these conditions was unacceptable. So his agency got permission from WashDOT to take the lead. Finding out who they are, what they needed, and how we could help them. And says this process of building trust and relationships with the homeless made all the difference. And we work with service providers throughout the county and we're able to find better outcomes for 75 of those folks. Many months later, the stretch of I-5 in Lacey remains clear. These are the documents. Independent journalist Candace Mercer covers... Oh, well, welcome to the show. ...local Olympia politics. I think it's a matter of exposing it. She says city leaders have taken their progressive ideology too far and are also allowing far-left activists to influence homelessness policies. They think it is more compassionate to let the people be in the camps. Or at least until everyone gets long-term housing like apartments, rather than congregate shelters. It's magical thinking. And Mercer says until this changes, the state right-of-ways on her side will- Magical thinking. Yeah, some of these people need to wake the hell up, man. I think they're living in a fantasy world. They're a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. More uh, police violence on young black children right here. Watch this. <laughs> oh, that's it. Very good. Give me five. He saved my daughter and my niece's lives. And then if you ever need me, all you got to do is ask for me, right? There you go, and that's the perfect number to have, too, isn't it? In the town of South Hill, <gasps> oh, yeah, there's a police officer. You like Mickey Mouse? Guess who mine is? Moana. Who's making a name for himself. What can I say except you're welcome? Like that, ah! Though it's not through his singing. He just gets a swarm of kids. And we got to pick pumpkins. You got to pick pumpkins? It's through his interaction with children in the community. It's just amazing the bond that he has with the children, especially around here. On Valentine's Day, Aisha Roper Boswell caught Corporal Fleming on camera playing. It was a set of boys that were, that were coloring and there was a set of girls that were playing with uh, some dolls and their accessories. After spending a few minutes with each group, Fleming leaves. Aisha uploads a short video online that goes viral, but it's the plane that's paying off. My daughter, my niece, and some of the other children here were afraid of cops. But after this? It's very important to see the connection he has, especially with these group of kids that I see every day. They need someone who they can feel is a superhero, and we locally call him the South Hill Batman. Start. Yeah, you can't believe they're showing that on TV. Yeah, they actually did a feel-good report once on a, on a police officer. I couldn't believe it when I saw it. No, oh, that's it. Very good. I got more too. Don't worry about that. I got more for you. Yeah, they're not all bad, man. People want to say that uh, all cops are bad. It's you get some bad ones and a. Don't take many to, to spoil the bunch, you know what I'm saying?
I know I had another one here. Give me one second. Make sure y'all hit that like button, hit the subscribe button if you're liking what you're hearing out there in the YouTube land. CJ Bryson's been doing videos like this here lately where he'll try to trigger people just off the either the title of the video or uh, yeah here was the other one shoot that wasn't it hang on one second I gotta get it Dang, I can't find it. Give me one second here. Better, there'd be more moments like this. Bad traffic accident involving a police car. Officer trapped inside. Gas tank leaked. Bad traffic accident involving a police car. Officer trapped inside, gas tank leaking, flames spreading toward the cabin. Another officer who responded to the crash tried to rescue his colleague, but couldn't get the door open. And that's when a lone bystander stepped toward the burning wreckage. That bystander, Mr. Dalen McLee. I don't know how I got that door open, and I grabbed him out. All of a sudden, the door just gets ripped open. Jay Hanley is the officer Dalen rescued. It's amazing when there's true love in people and they can get you out of something like that, no matter who you are or where you've come from. There should be more people like that. And certainly, if there were more people like that, look better. there'd be more moments like this. Finally get to see you, man. Yeah, appreciate you. Good, man. God Thank bless you so man. much, man. Thank you. Last week, bad traffic accident involving a police car. Officer like that look better there'd be more moments like this finally get to see you man appreciate you doing it good man god thank bless you so man. much man thank you last week it ain't always negative stories out there in the world that's just what they want to push in front of people most of the time don't get me wrong there's bad shit going on believe me Like Sean Penn's retarded ass. Sean Penn wants us all to go over there and fight in the war in Ukraine. They need more ammunition, more uh, long-range precision weapons, and yes, fighter jets. Um, uh, this and the and the issue really is that um, you know right now they're dying. Where do you get this outfit from? He's got the standard jacket, got his little camo hat. He's ready for war. Every day they're dying. So what what we are waiting for seems to still be attached to this, I would argue, overcautious concern uh, related to uh, nuclear weapons. Because I, it, for one thing, if we're going to uh, live in a world where uh, a bully with nuclear weapons... Um, 
runs the show. Uh, you know, there are there was a uh, a, a former um, intelligence officer I'd spoken to in Ukraine at one point. He said, you know, he doesn't live in that one live in that world, and Ukraine won't. And so, I just think we have to make a clear decision to start. Um, saving lives, saving infrastructure, and what that means is supplying the Ukrainians. They have no interest in having Americans or others in the fight. They're ready to take the fight themselves. And their their ability to transition on these platforms, be it the F-16s or, or when it comes to the uh, Patriot, uh, is is not I don't think there's been an honest conversation about how how quickly they can transition I think it's oh, there's a lot in the air about how long it takes out maintenance fueling all of that but there are a lot of uh, many ways in which that can be um, uh, you know uh, sped up shut the fuck up Sean Pan you raggedy bastard what an idiot can't stand that fool i say all of our soldiers can go over there and fight for them once all the celebrities uh sons and daughters and presidents sons and daughters get their asses over there first everybody that's got a ukrainian flag in their bio y'all get to go first we'll follow your lead yeah you never go full Sony said, I want to see Sean Penn or any others to sit down with some who would debate them fully on Ukraine. Yeah, right. You know, that would never happen. They don't debate, Sonia. They ski it. Yeah, I thought he was high or something. He seemed like he was on some drugs when he was rambling on about some dumb shit. One second here. Yeah, so the boycott Hershey's is trending. It got up to number one today, so if y'all are on Twitter, retweet that hashtag boycott Hershey's. Remember, I told y'all about this damn nose ring, too. That's not a woman, obviously, but... The same advice still applies. <laughs> Noel had a good point. Ukraine needs to talk to the Middle East if they want some more U.S. equipment. Just saying. <laughs> they got a whole stockpile they've been holding for us over there. Stockpiling it for you. Here's more brainwashing now. I, I I was confused for a second. They get it all rainbowy flag over here, and then I read the message. Well, okay, I can see the the message is fine. Why why is this one all rainbowy though? It threw me off. See, we need more messages like these. Dude, what I tell y'all, what I tell y'all this dude. Let's see what we got to say about this idiot right here. 
Go no contact first before you figured it out. If you tell your mother, for example, you're going to go no contact and she makes it all about her. She says, what the fuck does that mean? She uh, steamrolls over your experience or your emotions. She makes it all about her. She tries to manipulate you with guilt. That is really valuable information about how to proceed. If you go no contact and she says, I love you very much. I respect your decision. Please take as much space as you need. I'll be working on myself and I'm ready if you ever want to have contact again. That's helpful information too. I think a weirdo, man. We're going to find this dude getting brought up on some charges soon. I can feel it. Got a feeling. It's just a feeling. <laughs> I know, don't he, for real? Like, dude, he's going to get brought up on some charges. I got a feeling about it, man. I don't think he's got any kids, though. He's just trying to get some of his own, if you know what I'm saying. At least with an option to buy. Check out these badass rides right here, though. Which one would you guys rather have? The Dodge Charger or the Mustang? I'll take that Charger. Look at that thing. That motherfucker. Fabulous. They both look good, though. That's one of those Steve McQueen bullets right there, I think. Brutiful. The Charger. Fawn says the Charger. I'm Charger, dude. I'm Team Charger. Look at that. That thing is beautiful. Jet black, too. Man. Noise. Yeah, it's a bullet. Wolverine says the Charger. Which one do you like, Alien? I'd like them both, but I would, I would definitely take that Charger above anything. Both cars are from Bullet. Yep. We watched that scene. Remember we watched that driving scene? I would take either, to be honest. Yeah, I'd take either, too. But, dude, if I had a choice, look at that. Ooh, that motherfucker is so sweet. Those headlights, the tires, the body lines on that thing, how wide and, and long that shit is, it's, it's nice, man. Nice. Don't tempt me with a good time. Mustang is better handling. Get out. <laughs> get out right now no it's they're both beautiful cars man good engineering I'll take the Toyota cause I'm on a ninja but I'd be take the Mustang yeah yeah that Charger's sick man Yeah, so here goes the, the, it was trending earlier, the boycott Hershey's was trending earlier. And then they ended up taking the boycott off there and they just had Hershey's trending over there for a while. Let's see what it is right now. Actually, let me just see what's trending right now. 
Uh, it ain't even on the count anymore. Yeah, right. You believe that? Oh, it's on 24 now. It's way down there. We gave you all a little attention. It's over now. Man, I appreciate y'all being with me in here tonight. Watch this footage right here. This guy comes in with his baby, and I guess there's water on the floor or something, and this door is, like, electrifying him. This guy comes over and kicks this door off the hinge so he could break that connection. But he had his kid in his hand. He kind of threw the kid there for a second. Watch when he comes back in. They ended up being all right, but he's like, whoa, oh, threw the kid down. Dude goes over. Oh, my God. He sees him, like, stiffening up. Boom, he kicked that motherfucker right off the hinges. Toxic masculinity saves the day again. How dare you, sir? How dare you? Shall see the 19-year-old rapper that got arrested for murder? If this doesn't illustrate why we need to do what we're doing with this task force, I don't think anything does. Because as we said then, and I'm going to repeat often today, we're not going to allow kids to shoot kids, or kids to be shot, or people to be shot by kids. We're just not going to do that. Everyone is God's children, whether they are behaving or not and they have a right to be safe. I'm gonna introduce you to a victim. As you know, Marcy's Law doesn't allow us to give victims names unless there is an agreement. Well, the victim's mother wants us to use his name and to even talk about his history because she is so passionate about trying to stop this from occurring to any other mother's child. All right, so. He goes through and shows the dude's uh, picture. This is the guy. This is the gun that he had when he was out on bond. When he shot another dude in the back. And he's telling them right here, dude, we're going to give you $500. For guns, but in this case, they want that gun so bad they're going to give $5,000 for this gun. Get it out from under the tree. Get it out from under the bed. Get your $5,000. All we want is to put our hands on the gun, and we'll take it from there. No questions asked. You don't have to get involved. And any other gangsters, felons with guns, you call in, we take them off. In our first week of operation with the gang task force, we got four guns off the street. Two of them are in the computer is stolen. I know the other two are stolen. We're just having to trace them from their origin because people didn't have the serial number. Yeah, so $5,000 they're going to pay for that murder weapon. I thought that was crazy as hell, but hey. 
they want to actually get that evidence. So he said, no questions asked. They give you five grand for that gun. Amazing. Aaron Brockovich did a report on the, uh, or she made an appearance down there. Federal government is still working on the cleanup. The final remediation plan for that cleanup in upstate New York is due August 2024. So that's a real confidence builder when you come to a community like this and you actually have lunch with, with we just met with a number of families here who've been absolutely devastated. They've had to move their businesses out of town, their homes out of town, their children out of town. And what's been the response? The railroad sent in a, uh, a cleanup crew that came in with commercial grade organic Lysol and they disinfected the homes. That's about as pathetic as it gets. Lysol to disinfect the homes. Um, the response is absolutely out of control. Nothing is going right in any way, shape, or form. If you this dude had all kind of things to say about uh, what was going on down there. That it wasn't a good situation. And then they brought old Aaron down there to say something. They said that she had some uh, effects from breathing in some of the chemicals, so she wasn't going to stay too long and talk to him. But she did make an appearance and kind of talk to him room I can't breathe they're just disregarded because everything is safe it's obvious nothing is safe yet and then when they come back they're told don't drink the water but then that changed the next day it's okay to drink the water so it's safe it's not drink the water it's not you're not really experiencing what you are yet they're sick yet they're going to the doctor and every time they try to get answers to the EPA the EPA is deferring to Norfolk the very fox that's in the hen house. So this is yeah, they're saying they get the runaround. The EPA tells them to go to Norfolk. Norfolk tells them to go to EPA. And they had some of the citizens come and make a statement to a couple of dudes. This dude was a real estate owner in the area. He was pissed. And respiratory problems and headaches and fighting vertigo. I mean, I had to fly my mom to California because she couldn't breathe here anymore. That makes me wonder, like, all these other people that are coming down there, are they going to have effects from all this shit? Yeah, Lysol, booty, get your act together. Booty, get, get your act together, son. Organic grade. Yeah, I guess they could just spray it all over your furniture and stuff and leave. Uh, peace out, y'all. We'll see y'all later. Hope it works out for you. Hope it works out. Yeah, so, uh, Sonia, this is for your area here. Pay attention to this. Cop owners in New York City tonight finding themselves in something of a tough conundrum. Cops asking them to urge customers not to wear COVID masks inside the stores like they've done for three years. If there's a robbery, and there are many these days, surveillance cameras could record the faces. While many owners worried they'd face confrontations with customers if they did that. But how else to help fight crime? Here's Alberta News reporter Anthony Carlo. Shop at your own risk, says Norma Jean. They have to try to do something to try to bring the crime down because it's out of control. 
I don't remember it being this bolded in your face. It doesn't get much more bold than this robbery at Diamond Collect in Flushing on February 22nd. Exclusive video showing the suspects casing the joint before ambushing and beating a 79-year-old female employee. Police say they're having trouble identifying suspects who target stores because they're wearing masks, now urging store owners to be proactive in the crime-fighting effort. We're asking the businesses to make this a condition of entry that people, when they come in, they should show their face. Bronx bodega owner Francisco Marte is no stranger to crime. I being myself shot three times. But he says this latest guidance from the NYPD puts business owners in a bad spot. That would be great, yes. Everybody come with their face up so the, the camera can see, we all can see, but we cannot force them to take off the mask. That, Marte says, will lead to confrontation with customers who still want to mask up because of COVID. I will be like kind of offended because like I feel it's like my own way of like feeling safe. Now Marte tells us he's taking measures into his own hands, planning on upgrading his surveillance system to include facial recognition technology. Now he does anticipate some pushback, but he says this will be a much more effective tool in combating crime. But some shoppers say the NYPD's new facial recognition software guidance makes sense. People come inside the store and you can't see anything but their eyes. Hoping businesses will abide and criminals will be deterred. It's time for us to be safe. Feel at least safe again. Yes, I think people are getting tired of getting robbed and shit, man. It's coming to a head. People are tired of getting robbed. Masked up because of COVID. Yeah, right. They love that they can look uh, like bank robbers 24-7. Yeah, that was my whole point. Um, When I thought that they just looked like a bunch of bandits. You never saw that. Uh, you know, the old Westerns. When you're robbing the train, you got the bandana on your face and shit. You're trying to hide your identity. Crazy as hell. But now they want you to take it off because they want to use that uh, facial recognition software on your ass. So when they do start using that, I guess you're going to have to default to your mask so you don't get uh, tracked everywhere you go. Oh, well, so that's what happens when you have tight 2A policies for law-abiding citizen owners uh, business owners oh dude i got some uh video for you on the rumble side that addresses that perfectly uh sonia says i want to know if they defunded the police i'm sure they did that's chicago i'm sorry that was new york i'm sorry same difference who's the mayor of chicago oh eric adams dumbass right now I'm sorry, New York. That's Eric Adams. Yeah, the Jesse James days. That was old. That's the old school when you had your bandana on, trying to rob the train or whatever. I saw a couple of good uh, movies about him. They're pretty good.
Give me one second, ladies and gentlemen. Check and make sure that's uh, everything we can cover on the YouTube side because we got some heavy shit to cover on the other side. Oh, yeah, look at these idiots right here. It's a big club and you ain't in it. There's George Bush and uh, there's Vladimir Putin right there. I'm not sure what year this was. It doesn't really matter, but look at him. What up, dog? Hell yeah, we in cahoots like a mofo. Like, they, they do this type of shit all the time, and we ain't even oblivious. We're oblivious to it, you know? Crazy as hell. Crazy as hell. Boom. I'm going to open them phone lines up for a little bit. If you guys want to call in, the number 615 348 5482. 615 348 5482. Let me hear what you got to say about this madness that we're covering tonight. I want to hear your voice, I want to hear your opinion. As Russian folk dancing. Yeah, so they were in Russia then, huh? Obviously, because Putin was there, but... Let me make sure we got all these stories on the YouTube side of stuff covered. Make sure you hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, follow me on all those platforms. Follow me on all those platforms there. The Twitter at Rebel W-O-A Reason. Follow me on Instagram. Same handle over there, W Rebel W-O-A Reason. And uh, hit me up on Rumble. Rebel without a reason over there. Then, of course, on the YouTubes. It's the real rebel without a reason. You can also hit me on that email account at the real rebel without a reason at gmail.com. 504, who am I talking to? Hey, rebel. It's Alien Spaceship. Hey, what's going on, man? Um, I'm doing good. I was you know, doing some things with my uh, website and my YouTube stuff and, you know, looking at my garden and it's getting very, very green. And I'm glad about that. And my radishes are almost ready to harvest. Nice. Yes. So, uh, yeah, today uh, you covered, as usual, you've covered very good topics. And I want to say that those homeless people over there, wherever that was, I know, like I just saw it, but it's one of those northern states it was really crazy, and it just shows the irrespons how the cities and the people are irresponsible for letting them just do that. Yeah, that was Seattle, and it was just right across yeah, the, the interstate from each other. You can see how just their policies and how they enforced the laws that are already on the books, uh, how much difference it made. Yeah. My cousins, 
they had problems with drugs and they were, they were homeless sometimes. And yeah, they, most of the time, these people have problems with drugs. And then, you know, cause I know it was probably Seattle because that's from what I observed. I just didn't quite catch it if it was Seattle or not. And yeah, they do the drugs and that you see, that's kind of like the a dystopia where there's like, no, they're all kind of like in a, in a commune. That's kind of something I observed from them. Yeah, it's like they like wallowing in their own filth or something. Right, right. And I think definitely they need to be put somewhere and, you know, uh, either lock them up or if people can be rehabilitated, that would be nice, I guess. But, um, you know, they need to be, you know, not where they are. Yeah, there's. I wouldn't say they're living a, a privileged lifestyle by any means, but there's better right. places to be than there. And it right. seems like everybody's yeah. on drugs there. If they eliminated the drugs and uh, gave them a little bit of help, it'd go a long way, but you got to get those drugs yeah. out of there first. Yeah, my cousins got off the drugs and they did better. One of them passed away because of uh, some complications with uh, you know, his health. But yeah, they do better when they get off drugs. And yeah, he was involved with like uh, activism and stuff. Uh, I've talked about him on ABL, and he told me valuable information about the uh, the vaccine and how it was being used to condition people. Just like the thing that you're talking about with the face recognition, that is uh, conditioning people to be controlled by this system. Oh yeah, for sure. And you know, China's got that whole industry on lockdown they've got the equipment they've got the experience what do you need i got it for you ready to go and they love them trudeau and all the big wigs when they go over there they love them they're like dude you got the lockdown on the people like nobody else we want to learn from you how did you do that right right and also now why do you how do you think the the dems benefit from these homeless people in the street I don't know, honestly. Um, right. Keeping everybody uh, preoccupied with other things. I mean, I, I don't really see the benefit of having people sleeping in the street. Everybody's dirty. Everybody's on drugs. It's a deterioration mm-hmm. of society. I mean, what is the end goal? I'm not sure. It doesn't seem any positive benefits from it. What do you think? Yeah, a good question. I think basically it has to do with a couple of different factors and you made a good point. And I think that's also true. I think, you know, they're trying to kill us off. They're trying to like destroy the society and they're trying to cause some kind of destabilization and mayhem and, uh, denounce the culture. And they're probably also, they may, they must make some kind of money from it. Also, as we said that if they didn't have that, they would have a job. So, the combination of those things and maybe there's some Marxist elements to it where they want this dystopia. So it could have to do with a couple of different things, I think. Yeah. And and I think the lack of policing, like I've said before, it's the long game too, but if they put enough Hmm. pressure on the, on the regular citizens and also the, the police to where nobody wants to be the police. And then we're begging saying, dude, this crime is out of control. We don't care what type of police you get in here. Just get somebody in here. And then they'll, they sure the hell ain't going to bring in the National Guard. 
It'll be some out of some right. kind of outside forces that don't have any ties to us whatsoever, and they'll police how they they please. Mm. Now, I'll say with New Orleans, I have noticed. Well, you know, when I was going to visit my grandma at the hospital with my family, uh, they were. I would see there's some homeless people under the New Orleans bridges. Mm. There's tents, and it looks like it's it's rising a little bit now our city was able to get rid of a lot of them but it looks like they're coming back and you know uh, hopefully it doesn't get any worse like those other areas but you know the mayor she's from california Hmm. well i know when they had the uh, i'm sorry go ahead no uh you go on i want to hear what you have to say i was going to say that reminded me of when uh the football uh, draft, the NFL draft was here in Nashville. We had a lot of those uh, homeless people living in the underpasses and stuff, uh, overpasses downtown. Uh, as you're going into certain places of downtown, you could see them there. It was a whole community, kind of like what those people dealt with. But right before, it was probably a week, two weeks before, I was driving down through there every day, and I'm, I told myself, like, I, I bet you the closer we get to this draft, they're going to clean up uh, all these homeless people. Oh. And for sure, they did. Right before all the big wigs and everybody came to town, they cleaned up all that shit. They were gone. And from what I can tell, they haven't been back since, but when they have certain motivations, they get stuff done. Okay. Yeah, because, yeah, I want to see what you had to say. Um, but, yeah, basically, you know, I think that makes sense, and it could have been some kind of motivation for them to clean it up for a little while, and now because it's back and increasing. And uh, as I said, you know, I'm blessed. My area is all right, but there's the surrounding region. It's very um, – the crime has risen, and there's more black-and-black crime. That's what I've always noticed since I was a kid. Now, before uh, Katrina, it was like a mixture of black and white people. And I said the black people were like ABL, they're kind of like him. Like they weren't, uh, you know, the other kind. But then, like after Katrina, they're more the other kind started coming. But my area was all right, but it was the surrounding regions. Kind of like how in Texas, they made all the cities in a certain area away from the, I think it was the Comanche Indians. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like over here there's like a region where there's these uh some of the kind of the wilder blacks and the ones that are not that bad but sometimes they'll come through and yeah i noticed it's increased the crime so definitely the the dems policies have caused more crime in these areas yeah it doesn't seem like they're uh, trying to be on board with prosecuting any of them and it always seems like it's a democrat prosecutor or an attorney general, mm-hmm. but uh, if you'd been following the show, you saw the story about the St. Louis uh, debacles mm-hmm. that are going out there with their legal system. The uh, the county, uh, I forget what she, the uh, attorney, the county attorney or whatever, her uh, uh, circuit attorney, I believe is the actual title. Uh, she doesn't mm-hmm. want to prosecute cases which let that other guy go out that he ran into that young lady and it uh, amputated her legs so that motivated him along with all the other things that she's been uh, slack on to file a petition uh, in order to get her out of there and I'm not sure what the status of that is right now I'm going to do a follow up on that but at least Mm -hmm. somebody's being proactive because and I hate that it has to even get to this point 
of where somebody loses their right. damn legs over it. You know what I mean? Or loses their life, God forbid, over it. Oh, yeah. I remember uh, when uh, Boomhauer was telling us at ABL Live that one of his wife's students, you know, it was one of his wife's students. Yeah. That she was hit pretty hard by that. She took that really bad. Oh, yeah. You know, um, you know, prayers out to the family for that. Uh, I remember, you know, and I just don't understand, you know, what he was trying to get away from or what he was doing or he did it out of pleasure. I don't know. It's like he's not developed enough to, to drive properly or he was on drugs or something. Well, he was 21 years old and he never had a license, but the car that he was driving was a 2023 Audi. So how the hell are you 21 years old, you never had a license, and you can afford a 2023 Audi, whether being renting it or whatever. I don't know how he got possession of the car. Maybe he stole it. I don't know, allegedly. But uh, they said he was a home health care worker making like $15 an hour or something, but he was on house arrest. Um, What kind of job could he really have? He cut off the anchor monitor. He let the battery go dead. He didn't turn and charge it up on time. All those charges added up, but they didn't, never prosecuted, never uh, revoked his bond or anything. Yeah, this is a point that the criminals will not follow the rules. Yeah, but they and, want more gun laws for right. law-abiding citizens. Like, criminals don't care about any of the rules you put forth already. You think they're going to care about gun laws? Exactly. And you're just having, you know, I think... You know, all, you know, people should have weapons of all kinds to protect themselves. And uh, basically, you know, because the criminals, they're not going to follow that. And I don't know, as I said, if they are doing it intentionally to kill us off or they're just some people I think are just like they lack social skills. Like a lot of communists, they lack social skills because they don't know how people work but they apparently have good intentions, so they make policies that don't really work. Yeah, uh, as far as their social skills go, they get uh, brainwashed or indoctrinated when they go to some of those schools. So, I mean, social skills as far as, like, dealing with other people in your area and how to respond to people properly, uh, they're mm-hmm. lacking on all that stuff. They they focus more right. on gender studies than they do actual... Uh, uh, studies that would benefit right. their life. I don't know. It's just wild as hell to me. Right. Because I remember, uh, like, the I, I remember an AVL Live. I'm going to mention this on AVL Live, uh, but I'll mention it to some of you all while I'm here. But uh, I was trying to get through, but I kind of I didn't get through. So basically, like, with the communists, when they first took Russia, they were for gay rights and for abortion and all that stuff and kind of like the woke stuff. And Putin talks about this, how they had parent one and parent two instead of man and woman. But this is when Stalin came in and he took like uh, his opponent Trotsky out, which probably he would have not been as woke, but he was still woke. And then Stalin kind of brought like, you could say more traditionalism to the Soviet union. So that's why it was more traditional, but yeah, in the beginning they were, you know, woke and communism wants to take away private property. And they, at that first they destroyed the churches, but then they like relaxed, the tensions with the religion with the churches later on but uh, so basically like we're seeing the version of it from the beginning so the 1920s like a like hundred years ago in the in russia so there are different factions of the communist party but it seems like we have like one of the worst factions that could be in existence in the west 
Yeah, what made them change their mind? They just figured out, hey, this is definitely not the direction that we want to go to. We need to change course. Right. Right. So there's a couple different reasons. So the Soviet scientists were doing studies, and they concluded that the things from Christianity were true because, you know, God is truth. God made all of this stuff. And then you could figure it out scientifically that he did it. And also Stalin grew up in an Orthodox like Christian home, and now Lenin did too, but he was kind of nutty as you know, and well, Stalin was also nutty, but he had some, you know, he felt that, you know, the traditional values from the czar, who, the czar means like Caesar king, that was their king. And he had these policies against abortion, against like homosexuality. And then Stalin like brought that back. So people wanted it. And he thought it was closer to his version of communism. And the other, like Lenin thought it was weird, but it was revolutionary. It was to destroy the country. And then uh, Trotsky was angry at Stalin because he took him out. And also he was angry that he made Russia into more of like a superpower and they made it into a, into a conservative policy. So, yeah, basically they realized that the, the woke stuff wasn't good and they realized and they just had some conservative values and the people weren't going to put up with it. And, yeah, the other side, yeah, Trotsky was exiled to Mexico. And then he was the one that was kind of woke. And then some of the other students from the School of Frankfurt came over here, too. And then they infiltrated the West. That's where we get the strand from, from the earlier days of it. Interesting. Yeah, I saw the speech that right. Putin gave. Uh, I didn't detect any lies. He was basically saying how our society's perverted as hell. They're forcing them to do all kind of stuff that it's not normal. We've gotten away from traditional values. And that's crazy as hell hearing mm -hmm. Putin say that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, you know, learned stuff about, you know, Hitler because I'm from like my family was in, you know, around World War II and my family was German. And, you know, I learned about the different things that, you know, happened, of course, of the Holocaust and whatnot. And basically I saw how, uh, you know, the conservative values and whatnot that these different countries had. And I saw that, you know, like with Russia and Putin, he they had conservative values that were like, kind of similar. So if you notice in the Putin speech, his podium, yeah, there's that eagle there, that eagle with the two heads. That was the czar's coat of arms. His family was called the Romanov family. And there were, for a couple hundred years, they were there. And they did stuff with the serfs. So the serfs are kind of like, you say, the peasants, or the, you know, different people. And then they gave them more rights and stuff. And they're industrializing Russia. And they interviewed people in Russia. And they said the czar was pretty good. Like in, there was a, it was a good country when the communists took over, the country got destroyed, but that guy still didn't have the best policies probably that he could have had. And it wasn't a perfect system, but basically it comes from the Russian czar, the Russian empire and the Stalin Soviet union. That's why they still kept those traditional values, which then they influenced China with, with Mao and the other people because being against homosexuality is a Christian thing from the Bible. And I don't think the communists realize that in China. <laughs> uh, I'd be naive to say I, I understood what religion the Chinese uh, follow. What, what do they believe right. in? Okay, so the, the Chinese, since the Communist Party took over, it would be an atheistic state. And also, but a lot of them follow Buddhism. And they do allow Christianity, but it has to be registered with the state. It's real, like, censored. But so they have other religions with their government, like controlling it. But it's basically an atheistic communist state. But it's just communism from Stalin's branch of it had some Christian characteristics because of the uh, traditionalism 
from its past because in communism they encouraged the homosexuality and a different stuff because they were trying to oppose Christianity. And a lot of people in Russia, when the revolution happened, I saw videos of it on YouTube. I had to go see if I could find it. People dressed in devil costumes and burned religious stuff and mock religion. And it was very evil and creepy. And they wow. burned all kinds of stuff down. Like all that stuff in Russia, you see, like in St. Petersburg, that big church that's there, that would have all been destroyed, mm. you know, but it was, it's there because they chose to keep it. But, you know, see, just like in America, there is nobody to balance it out. There's just our side and their side. And that's why they destroy the statues. That's why they want to destroy the churches, just like they did in Russia. Yeah, when you said they were dressed like devils, it reminded me of that uh, MTV performance or the Grammy Awards, whichever one it was, same difference, where everybody's all dressed like Mm -hmm. devils and shit and... All these statues right. they're putting right. up, they're taking our statues down, but erecting these new statues, that shit's creepy as hell. Right, right. And they, remember, they had this giant burning in, in Russia where they burnt Oris, which was some Egyptian pagan god or something like that. And then they burnt some Jesus stuff and they burnt these different religions. And yeah, and they were making fun of the Orthodox priests and like, dressing like them. And it was really creepy. And, like, they went into the churches, and they uh, destroyed all the images and all the stuff, and they made them into museums for Karl Marx, and they hung his picture everywhere. And Lenin had a goatee because he thought it was revolutionary. He was like, he would be okay with things that was revolutionary because it would destroy the civilization. He was born Christian, and he was in an Orthodox Christian home, but he was a very, very nutty, crazy person even before the revolution. Nutty in what way? All right. So when he was a toddler, he used to bang his head on the floor. Mm. And there was some peasants or somebody messed with him. And he went and like fought them and was violent. And his mom was worried about him and his strange behavior. And she brought him out in the country. And yet, and he had some more problems. And then at some point he went into college and he was a, a lawyer and he read Karl Marx. Wow. And then he went down a revolutionary road. And then the other guy, Trotsky, he was a Jewish, German, Ukrainian guy. And he went to college or something. And he, this woman taught him things about communism. And then he, they were all indoctrinated in universities. And it sounds similar. Yeah, it amazes me, like, how far they've gotten in their lives. They seem like intelligent people when they go to college. or yeah. They have good intentions to go learn things to open their mind. And then they get brainwashed by some of the stupidest logic. I don't, I don't understand. Right, right. right. you see, uh, they lack some kind of, they have a problem where they lack social skills and they uh, were easily influenced. And they didn't, they must have not have had, like, back in the old, now now people don't do it with all the media we have. But in those days, they didn't really have media to, to uh, challenge what they were hearing. And they just, they lacked social skills. They were socially bad with people. So they had a war perception about how people worked and all they did was cause more trouble. There is a American journalist that went over to Russia to go and like uh, debate Lenin. He kind of reminded me of Jordan Peterson and Lenin was very, very stubborn. And he was like absolutely certain that communism was the way and he just couldn't budge any other way. And it was very disappointing. And the guy made it clear that the, the revolution was not like America's revolution. It was like a, it was like the opposite. Yeah. So, uh, 
you know a lot about Russia. What do they think about us where we are right now? Okay, so the thoughts of what the Russians think about us is basically that our country was, you know, is going down a road because of the politicians and the different news people, and it's going down into a degenerate direction and because of the influences that we had uh, from you know, the different things from Europe that influenced us. And they think that, you know, we've been infiltrated and that there's good people here, but we've been the leadership and the different news outlets have corrupted the country. And I also know this from the, even the communists in China said they admired our, um, of, uh, our religious and our Christian values and different things, but we have fallen away and our, the way the like black lives matter and all it's corrupted us. So people in China and Russia, they both think that some kind of force destroyed our country. Yeah. I, I, do you think they're in cahoots with China? Or is that just a, a whole nother, uh, Okay, so Russia being cahoots with China? Yeah. Okay, cool. So in the, a long time ago, there, when the Soviet Union was there, you had this, because they were like, uh, what's it called, a uh, brother state. So it was a communist uh, sibling that they created. So when the Soviet Union was dissolved in around in the 90s, I think 91, they, became, they went back to the... Uh, the czarist type Russia, the Russian Federation that existed before, right before the Soviets took over it. So I think that they're neighbors and they, you know, obviously have relations, but they're obviously, I'd say, definitely would be in opposition to each other. And the Chinese might see them as a traitor. They uh, went against communism and they went back to uh, the other side. So I think they probably could be enemies. And I don't really know if they're in cahoots. But I, I think that they're not as friendly as we would think, in my opinion. Yeah, I would think uh, that would be correct. Just because your enemy of your enemy is your friend, you know what I mean? They use each other for... Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. they both right. hate us, basically. But, I mean, it's hard to blame them. <laughs> uh, U.S. military <laughs> does some bad stuff, so... Right. And you got to remember that they're seeing it from a self-defense perspective because the people over here... The strain and Lenin had something to do with it, creating the school of Frankfurt. He had some influence over it. And because uh, they were seeing, okay, Marxist theory actually, our part of the world and Germany, like that part and us, we would have been the communist nations. And he did not think the Slavic or the Chinese people were evolved or developed enough to have a revolution because he thought they were like uh, uh, primitive. Mm. And it's surprising. It was surprising to the communists in Russia, like when it didn't happen, this global revolution where we would all have a revolution and, and have communism everywhere. Because by now we were supposed to all be a communist utopia, but America and its great system has triumphed. And they want to figure out some other kind of way to imply it. Cause it's like, if you like it or not, they're going to have the system. And so that's basically of what happened. And that's how we got corrupted with these things. And then they are angry at Russia because they betrayed the revolution completely and went back to like a czarist. That's what that symbol is with the, the scepter and the orb. That's like the royalty stuff and the crown on its head of the Orthodox Church. They're very, very angry. Russia broke away from it. So they're trying to use Ukraine as a force to bring wokeism back to Russia 
they're angry at Stalin, they're angry at the, the whole the whole group. And that's basically what's happening. So that's why Russia has anger towards this place. Hmm. Yeah, that's very interesting. Right. right. And the guy, uh, yeah, yeah, Trotsky, he went to New York and he was there and he took a bunch of people, his kinsmen, and they went on a boat and they all went to Russia. And a lot of the people were from America that went over there and burned the stuff down and whatnot. And it's basically, you know, we, it's good that we keep exposing it. Like, for instance, like you were talking earlier about the transgenders, uh, and it's just, that's just really creepy and evil. And they're doing it to destroy the youth and to fight Christianity. Because uh, you also notice that they attack Christianity a lot. Yep. Right. That's their, their point, because that's their enemy. And they felt, and the communists, like Marx and Engels, they were against religion. But they believed that we would evolve away from religion, but that's not true, and God is real. And I guess they think that, you know, the communist utopia thing, it goes against Christianity in every way. You know, there's no private property. People, everybody's married to everybody else. And it's just kind of like what the people in Seattle are doing. So Christianity is their biggest opponent, but it's an antichrist. It's, it's some deception from Satan to destroy humanity. That's basically what it is. Yeah, so I, th I think that they believe that Americans are a lot more um, persuas or easily persuaded than we really yeah. are. We're a bunch of stubborn people. <laughs> we have a very rebellious right. nature as as Americans. Yeah. And I think they get frustrated, right. like Biden said, we're losing our patience with you. Uh, right. right. Go ahead. Yeah, because, you know, and I, you know, from the British side, you know, uh, when this is what happened, I, I did research on it. So the there, the French clo colonialism was going to attack your part of the, the world, like the, the colonies, and England sent some help. And then when it was over, to pay for it, they wanted the American colonies to pay for it because the parliament was causing trouble with the colonies and the king was the king liked America. He thought it was a great place and all they want to keep it, but the parliament screwed all the relations and caused the drift. And the, you, uh, uh, us, me too, good Americans, you know, are not going to allow tyranny to take over. And that's good that we're like that. And the parliament now in England is doing absurd things because like like paul joseph watson was saying about how they're putting the migrants all in hotels and all the people the british are homeless on the street so the parliament is very bad but it's good that that caused the americans to have this uh, liberty and freedom because the kind of communists with their, their stupid ideas were floating around we weren't going to accept it and the americans went over to russia when the bolsheviks were trying to take it over and we we fought against them yeah, and, and I think it's the, our rebellious nature is what's going to save us and all this shit because a lot of people are very compliant. They don't want to cause any waves. They just want to go with the flow. And I don't, real mm -hmm. Americans have a very hard problem with just going with the flow. If we would have went with the flow, exactly. then we'd still be under their tyranny. We totally broke away from those fools, right. and they try to lecture us right. on gun control and how we need to get it together <laughs> in our country. Like, dude, you'll have no dog in the fight whatsoever. We left you fools. Right. When I was watching the trial uh, with the lawyer guy right now, it's going on. There's oh, a Murdoch. British dude. 
Yeah, there, there was a British dude in the chat, and he's saying he doesn't trust Americans or anybody with guns. <laughs> and I said, the criminals are going to get them anyway. Yeah. And that, you know, and I was using my persuasive, you know, techniques, and he just didn't say nothing because he knew that he was he was wrong. And I think it's good, and I like the, you know, America's way. And I'm, you know, my mom's sides from America, and I'm glad that I came here, like through, like I was born here. And I'm glad I'm not in England, you know. Uh, and uh, also, it's much better for me here. Uh, but basically, you know, that's the problem that they have with us. And I think it's important to have guns. Now, ironically, Karl Marx was pro-gun. He was. Really? Yeah, he believed that the guns should not be relinquished from the the, the people, the workers, and there must be force if necessary. And he was pro-American. Him and Frederick Engels were supported America's conquest into Mexico. And I, when I was reading and studying this, the people, the communist uh, thinkers, like they're very different than all the other people. And it's just all these people in this room, I would love to see them all together in a room. That would be the most interesting thing to watch, especially <laughs> with BLM and all these things. And it would just be crazy to watch them all uh, fight each other, how to implement communism. Maybe Karl Marx would see his idea was wrong and America just had a better idea. But his stubborn people, like Lenin and these people, they wanted to force it. And for instance, like, and it's good that we keep our rebellious nature, and I'm glad that I have it and you have it, we all have it. And, you know, have you noticed a lot of the, do you think the blacks are compliant? Yes, on certain fronts, and that's what's, uh, that, that, that trips me out sometimes because they're very compliant when it comes to wearing the mask or doing certain mandates and stuff, but that's all from the white man. Those are all his orders. You're, you're mindlessly obeying those orders? That seems weird to me, but, hey, to each their own, I guess. Right, and, and also, like, the masks. Yeah, I liked studying science and stuff when I was young, and I thought it was ridiculous. But because, like, the kind of masks you would have to wear to block a, a virus, it would be like a, um, a very, very special type of mask because that mask, I don't think, would block it. Now, I wore eye gear and gloves and all kinds of stuff, but it, it could just go through your eyes. And it wasn't that lethal because not many people were dying in the streets and whatnot. And one of my masks, I had some, like, like bats on it because I like Halloween stuff. But, you know, I definitely, like, saw as time went on, that this was being used as some social conditioning thing, and I just wasn't, you know, into it, you know, of course, yeah. at all. If you take a step back, you can look and see how they're trying to slowly whittle away the people's freedoms and, like, give us a little bit more, give us a mm -hmm. little bit more. Okay, just keep us safe, just keep us safe. I ain't down with it. Right. Right. And I, when I was with my friends, I imply this rebellious nature into them and they were starting to because like my friend his mom was kind of like a, a liberal somewhat somewhat and i was starting to put these ideas into them about the inflation will cause their stuff to get more expensive and i helped them see and i debated them and this is before now i always had a youtube channel this is before i really was on youtube and seeing abl and different people this is a couple years in the future but in the past i was kind of doing this stuff already and it's YouTube, it's nice on YouTube that there's so many people that like-minded people like me. Hmm. Right. And now, what do you think the goal of the white liberal is? Uh, to make money off of other people and do it as covertly as possible. 
Yeah, that makes sense. They co-opt all of their uh, movements. All, every, they don't live with uh, any of the people that they try to support They on the day-to-day basis. They don't really help them, but they play the role like they're the helper all the time, like they're the savior. <laughs> oh, yes. I remember, uh, I think uh, Trotsky had elements of this, that he thought that the, the white communists would save all the primitive people of the world. And he's a le- he was, of course, a leftist because he's a communist. And there you go. Like they, all the, if you look at the genesis of these people, they all originate from these communists. Yeah. Right. I don't. And if, if it, communism hasn't worked so far, what makes them think that they're it's going to work now? That they, they're just not going to give up until it finally does work one day? I'm not sure. All right. So you're dealing with people that are basically, they seem really autistic, which they have bad social skills, and they don't, they're stubborn, and they're so social, they may be smart with other things, but socially, they're so dumb, socially, and they're so stubborn, they can't comprehend that it's, their idea doesn't work, and that's why they're trying it this way, and they're trying it that way, and they're trying it this other way, where there's this global communist utopia, where there's no countries, there's no borders, and, you know, there's strangers living in your house, strangers living in my house. You go to the grocery store and everything's free. There's no private property. There's no religion. And then they want to transcend our consciousness to these AI things, I think, that they're working on to probably prevent death. And so it's basically they're stubborn and they don't have God in them. So they're just, uh, you know, they're, they're demonically influenced also, I think. That's basically the answer. Yeah, I tend to agree on that. Right. And, yeah, because the Americans, as I said, they fought, they went over there to fight against the Bolsheviks when it was going on. This is partially why they had a resentment towards us. But now, as I said, other communists thought that a lot of these LGBTQ stuff was perversions of the uh, the really rich trying to use communism and these things as like a way to make money, kind of like what the, 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 the rich white liberals do. Yeah, that's, so, a, that's and they a, wanted more. Yeah, go ahead. A simplistic life. Yeah, they yeah. wanted a more simplistic life. Yeah, uh, that's a great point because uh, we were talking about Gabriel Union the other day on uh, last night on Sonia's show, and um, mm-hmm. I think ABL even covered it for a second. Um, I've uncovered like a little petition from the real mother where she was trying to petition the courts to say, "Hey." I don't want them doing that because what he's doing this for is for future deals with different companies and Disney being one of them allegedly. So he's going to sell his own child into some perversion just for more money and future deals. That's crazy as hell. Right. And also, you know, I've seen if like, if you look up utopia and Google, you could see like the futuristic societies, and there's a lot of Soviet artwork where they depicted this the futurism and of the utopia. A lot of it is in space and on different planets. And it's these uh, strange-looking buildings. And you notice modern architecture. It's, that's where it's inspired from. Mm. And everybody lives in like a beehive. And I just think that the, the communists thought if they use these perversions and they would be able to destabilize the country to bring in communism, since it didn't work this way, it could work that way. But the thing is, it's like we have to really 
rid this place of this these ideas because a hundred, two hundred years from now, long after you and I are gone, they're gonna somebody's gonna still try to create the utopia that will never come. When Jesus comes back, they'll still be trying to do it. Is this where you want to be when Jesus comes back? Huh? <laughs> uh, I was uh, referencing <laughs> oh, yeah. that Joe Dirt uh, movie. Is this where you want, want to be when Jesus comes back? Right, right, right. I didn't catch that for a second because my, my ear wasn't on the phone for a moment. But, uh, yeah, so uh, basically, right. And I really think that a lot of, yeah, so they're using it as a device to make money. And they... Uh, don't understand their origins because uh, Karl Marx, he was a, he thought the Jewish people, the God of the Jews are money. But the thing is he was German Jewish. So according to his own logic, he is seeking communism out to make money. And all these people are doing it to make money. And there's a lot of hypocrisy. And I remember there was a philosopher from Germany and he believed that hypocrisy was the key of like uh, enlightenment or something. And so hypocrisy, you notice a lot of hypocrisy. This comes from their warped view of life. Yeah, so all of that just comes from Marxism, in your opinion, or they just had a warped view of life because of their upbringing? Or... Okay, so it goes in uh, stages. So first of all, they had some kind of something wrong with them mentally, where they have a predisposition. Like, say somebody that shoots up you know, a school or something, it's like they had a predisposition, but something could have triggered it. Yeah. And so they had a predisposition and they didn't have they either weren't uh, there enough, didn't have enough God in them. They didn't have enough guidance and they had a predisposition. Right. And then they go to these extremist ideologies and something triggers all these things. And it comes from a combination of their own, uh, you know, sinful nature and also the ideologies that nurtured. Like, say you plant a seed in the ground. And you put uh, soil and fertilizer and water on it, and it grows into a big plant. So it's a combination of these things. Yeah, I think Hegel, he's a German philosopher. He had some influence. It's, a lot of this is German idealism. And, you know, like Karl Marx believed this German communist empire would invade Russia and all the world and create the utopia. So it's a combination of all these things put together. And uh, you would argue that uh, having a, a more softer, malleable mind would be a lot easier to infiltrate. Right. Right. Yeah. So you see, like you and me, you know, we're not as in the chat and all of our other fellow conservatives on the platform and abroad. Uh, we were, you know, we're Christian, most of us. I'd say, you know, yeah, most of us are Christian. And we were, you know, rebels and we were just not as uh easily molded into being influenced by crazy people. Yeah, it seems like they're like they do with the children. They like take advantage of the mm-hmm. the more exactly. impressionable minds and just say, you know what, we got one here. This is another recruit for us. Just mold them into what we want them to be. Right. If you look over in the Middle East, like look at ISIS and Al Qaeda, like they influence the kids with their machine guns and the and the Quran and all those things to become terrorists. And but it could be used for good. You could you know you could get a Christian and drain the church, teach American values, and you know actually, you know like I was influenced. Uh, Sometimes my mom has some liberal characteristics, but she meant well, and she kind of put some liberalish ideas in my head. And at first I'm like oh, okay, and then as I got older, 
I realized, I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. And with Christianity, this doesn't make any sense. So I wasn't as easily molded to into something. So I had a similar experience as someone else, but the other person didn't have it there upstairs to articulate, you know, this and that. Yeah, and those are the type of people that really uh, unnerve me because you never know what they're going to do because if they don't have that mental uh, fortitude to be able to withstand some of the psyops that they throw on people, mm-hmm. they're going to easily throw their hands up and be like, oh, don't you can do whatever you want to, just don't hurt me. That's going to get everybody else in trouble, you know what I mean? Right, right, exactly. And also, you know, say, you know, with violence, you know, in, in the media and different things. And like, uh, let's say, like I study also, I like to study criminology and things. And a member of the serial killer, Ted Bundy, was saying, I don't know how much he was telling the truth, but he claimed that violent things could have influenced him to be that way. But the, the thing is, the point is, is that there are people with predispositions. And some people, like with all these different things, with uh, terrorism or with politics or whatever, People have a predisposition, and you know you have psychopathic people. You have people that are severely, like say, autistic, and they can't, like you know, have bad social skills. You have people, and they just have selfish interests, or they're not all there upstairs mentally, and they don't have Christianity or whatever, and they just, for their free will, they just get molded into all these warped things. In my opinion, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think you're right on target with that. Right, and. Yeah, so that's why with the children, these drag queen story times, they don't read it to you and me in the chat. They read it to the children. Yeah, because they're very impressionable. That's what I'm saying. They, mm-hmm. they know their target audience, and they're going after them full force. Right, and, you know, in Europe, with the Soviet Union or Nazi Germany, you know, there is the Hitler youth camps. There is the Hitler, there's the Stalin youth. There's all these youth organizations and that's why they're influencing the children and the college students and I didn't go to college like my you know I decided to just continue my learning online and going on YouTube and this is how I ended up with you right now and everybody else and I just didn't do what the other people did and I noticed a lot of people yeah the young people or young children they indoctrinate and by the grace of God we were not like them and warped into those things yeah, for sure. And uh, I think it starts at home, too. A lot of people are going to homeschooling to kind of avoid that whole thing from the get-go because they're starting so young. Like Sonia just uh, commented, they're going younger. It used to be more on a college level, now elementary, even pre-K with the indoctrination. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And Lennon said, if you give him the whole the youth, they will. he will make a communist nation. Say that one more time. Lenin said, okay, Lenin, Vladimir Lenin, the communist leader of the revolution, mm-hmm. he said, if you, if you give him the youth, the young people in a country, he will make it into a communist nation. Mm. Yeah, I mean. So he, that's the, yeah, yeah, that's th- the point that that's what they want to do. Yeah, I think you're right. 100%, my friend. Right. And um, also, um, I want to congratulate you on your subscribers. You're doing really well. I appreciate that, man. Um, I really do appreciate every one of my subscribers. I think we're up to 324 the last time I checked. It might be higher by now, but. Right. Yeah, I definitely appreciate it. And uh, 
appreciate you guys right. being here. Now, I appreciate your call too. Yes. Uh, one more thing. Uh, with the, how do you do the call-ins? Uh, I'm using the Skype uh, number that you can call in, but mm-hmm. uh, you can also do the like Skype chat in if you want to do a video call. That's an option as well. Right. So you Skype, and do you have like a one of those boards you use, or is it just like through a computer? Yeah, it's ran through the computer, um, but the audio okay. I can control it a, a lot more through this thing called the Rode uh, Procaster Two. The link for that is in the okay. description of all of my videos, all the equipment that I use. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, all right. Well, uh, th- it was a, this is a very good conversation. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Absolutely, man. Call back anytime. It's always a pleasure. Okay, bye. See ya. Shout out to Alien Spaceship. I need to save your number as your name. I'm going to write your name on there, Alien Spaceship. Not write it, I'm going to type it. Shout out to Alien. Always a great call. I love all of my callers being so knowledgeable. Y'all make me feel stupid sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I appreciate y'all so much, man. I'm nothing without you guys. I'm only uh, one little fish out here in a huge pond. You know what I mean? But uh, I definitely appreciate you guys. While we're giving props, I'm going to say thank you to my rebels. Boom. Thank you guys so much for uh, everything y'all do for me. Taking your valuable time to hang out with me two nights a week. I definitely appreciate it. Shout out to Boomhauer. He's over there hanging with... uh, Anthony in the Rumble chat. Shout out to all my Rumble folks. Shout out to all my Rebels. Can't tell y'all nothing. I like how stubborn y'all are. Boom, her said the drag queens freak me out. It's worse than a clown at the circus. Dude, that's what I had mentioned earlier. How they all look like a bunch of clowns. Like, I was scared. People that call in. I definitely appreciate it. And uh, Alien brought up a good point with old Murdoch. I almost forgot about that. He actually got uh, convicted on all accounts today. I wonder if he's praying to Jesus right now. Like, oh, Lord, let me wake up. Guilty, fool. And uh, somebody was saying in the chat last week, six, was that you that we were talking about? Uh, 
Murdoch, whether he was uh, guilty or not guilty. Uh, excuse me if I'm wrong on that. But we, I was chatting with somebody in the chat about old Murdoch, and uh, I had been following the, the case super close, but I followed Scott Reich, and he was going live with it tonight. Um, he was going to have like an after party, after, sentence, after sentencing, after party. <laughs> They took that full away in handcuffs right there. You just saw him. Jesus Christ. Sorry about that, head headphone users. Taking that ass away in handcuffs. Peace out, fool. And from what I heard, he had a lot of pull in that town with the, the higher-up people. He thought his influence was going to keep him out of jail, I guess. I don't know. Sonia sent me a link about these drug... Folks, we were just talking about that a second ago. By our TV crew to a section of Philadelphia where thousands of people kill over like zombies addicted to a drug that's meant for animals. Yeah, the street name is Trank, and federal agents told us the drug has already wow. made its way to New York City. It's mixed in the fentanyl and uh, the heroin supply. It's eating away oh. at people's skin. Mary Murphy joins us now at the preview of her special report at 10 p.m. Mary. Hi, Corian Tamsing. You know, my colleague John Frazzi and I have been in the news business for 40 years. Dude, what was the name of that damn drug that they had on RoboCop 2? Damn, what the hell was the name of that drug? They had that little thing you, you like injected into your, your neck and shit. Y'all know what I'm talking about. That's what it just reminded me of, this dy dystopian shit. RoboCop's coming true, y'all. And we've never seen anything like this. People on the verge of losing their legs or arms because this animal tranquilizer called xylazine or trank is infecting their bones. They're now keeled over, as you said, on sidewalks along Kensington Avenue in Philadelphia because they're being heavily sedated by trank, which is mixed in with highly addictive fentanyl and heroin. Fentanyl may be driving the fatal overdose rates in the United States, but wow. Trank is leading to amputations. Wow, what the fuck, dude? I don't even have no foot no more, y'all. Homeboy don't have a foot. He's in a wheelchair and still gone. How much more do you need to go through until you give that shit up, homie? the people can't stop using it and it's boring yes six that was it it was called nuke that's what it just reminded me of this crazy ass shit here how that little kid was like helping them push that shit that movie was crazy as hell I love part one part two was okay I'll give it it's uh, just desserts I guess you would say let me move that out of the way so y'all can see my pretty mug This shit's uh, dystopian as hell. All these damn... They look like zombies, man. Into their muscles and bones. Next thing you know, you wake up with these big ass holes all over you, these sores in your legs and oh, wherever. They just pop out of anywhere. Have the doctors told you that you could lose your leg? Yes. And that's not enough to get you to stop? Trying. It's wow. Not, it's a lot easier said than done. We would wake up and we'd be completely sick. And then Biden is passing out fucking crack pipes to people. All this legal drug shit, it's not working, y'all. 
Just say no. The doctors or nurses said that you could lose your hands because of the trank. Yeah, I mean, there's a possibility. Yeah, it's a possibility. A lot of my friends have lost their limbs already. You had problems on your legs? I did, man. I had like a hole in my, I had a hole in my chin. There was a hole, man. I, I got in bed one night, man, and I was like washing my leg and I could literally put two fingers in there. He put Trank cucumbers in, in there? He put what in there? Percent of the drugs that were lab tested in Philadelphia, and it's already here in the city, possibly in 25% of the narcotic supply in New York City. Tonight, 25% of the narcotic supply in New York City. Holy crap. And we will look at whether the Drug Enforcement Administration. Oh, he said two fingers. He put he could put two fingers in there. Gross. That's a great point, Sonia. She says, where are all the people saying ivermectin was nothing more than horse dewormer? Are they not upset of tranquilizers for humans? Yeah, this is amazing to me. ...has any control over Trank, which is moving across the Northeast to the Southern United States and out West. Tamsin and Corey. Well, I liked uh, Trump's policy where he said uh, he wants the death penalty for these hard-ass drug pushers. I'm straight up down for that, dude. You want to deter some drug shit? We're going to show you how. Yeah, safe drug kits. Yeah, I don't get it, dude. The whole uh, crack pipe kit. <laughs> Fentanyl coming through the border. Trank says, hold my beer. It's crazy how they have these uh, names for them, too, you know. Trank. The special K was the ketamine thing. What was the movie called? Which movie are you referring to, S.E.? Are you talking about RoboCop 2? A RoboCop 1. RoboCop 2 had that nuke in it where that kid was pushing those drugs. Yeah, about the shot in the neck. That was RoboCop 2. They had those little uh, packets of them or whatever. Just had like some liquid inside there. Then it's like... Pss. That was crazy. Oh, you saw part one, you never saw part two? I think they even made like a part three or maybe even a part four. I know they made a part three and it didn't go that great. Like, you know how your budget gets whittled down more and more as you're doing uh, your movie um, sequels. Sometimes they pull your budget and don't let you... Uh, have as much freedom as you had before. And then other times, like Terminator 2, they said, dude, that first movie was so sweet. James Cameron, you can have as much money as you need. Make that shit sweet as hell. And he went all out. Could you imagine the the Terminator scene where he had that big-ass minigun? He was mowing down all those cops. He was mowing down everybody out there. Didn't kill any of the cops. He just wore out their vehicles and stuff. 
uh, now that same director said that guns are uh, too violent. The same dude that shot that scene. That's amazing to me. I think that's going to wrap it up for me over here on the uh, YouTube side of things. I definitely appreciate y'all hanging out with me. Give me one second. definitely appreciate you guys hanging out with me thank you i appreciate y'all appreciate y'all so much if you guys uh want to hang out just for a moment i'm going to end the youtube stream thank you so much to all my youtube Thank you to my rebels. We see you guys the next time on the YouTube side. We are about to uh, end the YouTube stream and we're going to get that hard, heavy news on the rumble side of things. So if you guys want to meet me there, I will see you there. Thanks for watching YouTube. We'll see you later. Hitting the eject button in three, two, one. Peace out. No sound, you don't have sound. Oh yeah, that did, didn't give me no sound, huh? That's all right, it was short and sweet. Thank you for that, Alien, I appreciate it. All of my Rumble viewers just hang tight. I appreciate you guys hanging on with me. So very much. Boom, how we're hanging out in the chat by itself. Give me one second, guys and girls. Get my windows situated here. 
I definitely appreciate you guys following me over to the Rumble side of things. Got a few more stories over here that we can't show on YouTube. We still have freedom of press over here on the Rumble side of things. Here's a map showing the only places my taxes should go. Just to America, please. And thank you. I'm going to give everybody just a second to come into the uh, Rumble chat. So hang loose. for hanging thank y'all thank y'all let me get this thing opened up here we're gonna get this show started we about to do this shit let's get ready to rumble about to do this damn thing I know you're thinking like what do we see on YouTube that we couldn't see My mind is playing tricks on me. Here goes a dude that uh, beats up a guy that punched his nine-year-old daughter in the face. I get this... Uh, Audio to go properly for me.
Give me one second, folks. I don't know why things want to be silly like they do. Make sure you hit that thumbs up button when you come in this room. Hit that subscribe button when you're leaving. I definitely appreciate it. Still whipping his ass. More of these criminals need to have this shit done to them. They drag out and be straight up embarrassed in front of everybody. Get that ass whipped. That's his mama right there, I think, or his grandmama. The little girl's grandmama. And they're just explaining to everybody hey man, this is a nine year old, this grown man. He's 21 years old looking. Look at her face. Look at her damn eye right there. This is a grown man hitting a child. Hey, lucky he didn't get more than that done to him. In my opinion. Let me get back on this window properly. Boom. Look at her face, man. That's crazy as hell. He said, I'm 22. Man, you, you lucky. Boom, he's still going upside his damn head. And he's screaming for his mama, I guess. And they calling the cops on his ass. Why would some psycho hit a child like that? I mean, sometimes you just got to take the the law into your own hands and do what you got to do when you're a father like that. I ain't mad at him. Watch these two. Boom, boom, boom. They arguing about something. <laughs> she's saying, baby girl, baby girl, listen to me, baby girl, baby girl, you don't want none of this. And she's like, don't tell me, baby girl, shit, bitch. And homeboy here, he's just chilling. He wants to get to his destination. He don't even care. Fuck, you're gonna get all right, all right, keep popping it up. 
boom, boom, boom. And then she's holding on to the rail here. Like, why wouldn't you let that hand go and get involved with the fight? You're getting your ass whipped. What's the context? There was no context of that particular one right there. They just wanted, they were arguing with each other. And the first one before that was a damn 21-year-old man hitting a, a nine-year-old girl in the face and the daddy went out and beat the hell out of him, drug him across the ground and gave him a little bit of what time it is, you know what I'm saying? Time to feed the lions. Why would you put your hand near a tiger's uh, cage like that, a lion's cage like that? They filming it too. Look, he got a good grip on that mother. He stuck his hand through that cage. It's like a chain link fence. And the, the lion has got that nub. Ooh, he took it with him. He took it with him. Like he's trying to pet him through the cage. Yeah, let me touch your teeth. Yeah, you, you, I'm teasing you. I'm teasing you. Let me just touch your teeth. Watch him get him. Boom, got him right there. And once they got you, man, that's like thousands of pounds of force. You're not letting that go. And he's pushing off the cage with his little paw right there, with his big old paw. Get him. Stupid is as stupid does. And you got to think, like, let's get this man. He pulled his own finger off. He bit that fool's finger off. He had to pull it. I hope you're enjoying your cocoa. Sorry for the trauma. Oh, I forgot to cover this one on the show, but we're going to cover it now. The FBI has a, uh, a man arrested after explosives found and checked luggage at Pennsylvania Airport. This is in Allentown, Pennsylvania. The FBI has arrested 40-year-old Mark Muffley after explosives were found in a bag checked onto Florida-bound flight. The device was hidden in the bag's lining. Coco and Conspiracies. <laughs> you always have the best names for the shows. The device was hidden in the bag's lining. Uh, was a circular compound about three inches in diameter that had two fuses and flash powder concealed in wax paper and plastic wrap. So he was ready. All he had to do was take a, a trip to the bathroom and wire all that stuff up and get it ready to go. Why? What I was trying to blow people up for. There's an article about it. Did you hear that boom? Explosive detonation in Allentown is heard miles away. The Allentown Fire Department squad, bomb squad truck was seen at news conference on Thursday. That was in 2021. I didn't even know that was a thing. Did anybody know that there was a guy with the bomb? Was that the same story? Yeah, this was this was a very recent one here. 
So I guess they've that's a known thing for Allentown to be having uh, planes with bombs on them and shit, I guess. I don't know. They probably find more shit than they will ever tell us about. You know what I mean? We're talking about the two-way stuff. I wanted you to see this one. This dude, these dudes come in and try to rob this gun store. And while she's about to give them something to take home with them. Take that with you, asshole. Take that with you. Look at all this gun smoke filling up inside there, too. When you take your uh, gun to the gun range, they have ventilation systems that will suck out all of this uh, gunpowder smoke. So you don't get all that uh, smokiness when you're at the gun range, but in real life, this is what happens. Like this dude's already got his hands up. This guy just is being made aware of what's happening, and I'm pretty sure he's got a gun on his hip. He ducks down back behind whatever this is, filing cabinet, safe, whatever it is, pulls his shit, and he gets this first guy first, drops his ass immediately. Here he comes. Like, he's just reaching for it. He already knows what he's doing. He's backed up and got himself in position. Yeah, then you can't see. He's kind of out of frame a little bit. Boom. Lit his ass up. So I don't know if he went through the gun case with that first shot or if this guy got a shot off and it went into the gun case. Yeah, you can still see, but uh, like he's on target. He's got a, a good stance right there. He's on target. A lot of these fools, they just go on willy-nilly. They watch a lot of movies. And they don't practice at the gun range. So when they come up against somebody that's actually practiced, they lose almost every single time. And I don't have no sympathy for these a-holes. They come in there looking for trouble and they got it. Was it worth it? Like now you're laying dead on the ground. Yeah, I think his homeboy's got one too. I had a video of a damn, uh, a Texas robbery, a smash and grab. For some reason, I lost it. I'm not sure what happened to it. I'll try to find it here in a minute. And this is what you don't do when you got guns. Like she's like, dude, what are you doing? Don't pop shit off. This is what not to do. Why would he think that that was a good idea? Well, he put his hand right in front of that barrel. Don't ever put your hand in front of that barrel. He took the magazine out, but there is still a round in this chamber because the slide is not kicked back on it. Just because he took that magazine out, doesn't mean that there's not one in there now. There is one in there. And just because it's closed doesn't mean that there's one in there. But, but because he just fired it a second ago and it automatically re-racked that round into the chamber from that magazine, now it has a round in there. 
And then he just like pulls the trigger. He holds the gun into his and puts the muzzle into the palm of his hand. And then he just pulls the trigger. Yeah, I did see that, Sonya. Boom. He, he shot that mofo straight off. And then watch him here. I'm going to let it continue. He's just kind of like, ooh. Like he's trying to make a fist. And look at that finger. It's gone, son. Shot himself right through the fucking palm of the hand. What an idiot. So you always got to practice gun safety. Always. Every time. Always. All right, guys. This is the part of the program when I give you a warning about super graphic video footage on this shit. Graphic warning on this next video, please. Viewer discretion is advised. This is a dude that robbed a convenience store, and after he robbed the people, he obviously beat them or shot them or something, and she's laying on the ground. And now he's got lighter fluid, and he's squirting this shit all over the ground right here. See, he's squirting lighter fluid all over the ground, all over her, all over the place. Then he's trying to light it like he's in a movie. He thinks that it's going to be like a movie and just go up. And he's like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll just go over here and light her on fire. So she's laying there kind of like hurt. And I guess she's trying to pretend like she's dead or passed out or something. But as soon as she feels that heat, she has no choice but to move. You better get up. And this is another person right here. I don't know if this is a kid, her kid, uh, another employee or who. That looks like a small person to me. And the way they're acting, not helping her and stuff, it's got to be a child. But, like, her, her shit is straight up on fire. Wow, like, people people doing this dumbass shit. He got the MTG coat on, though. Look at that fly-ass coat. They don't give a fuck about you or or nothing. They have no... Feelings towards you whatsoever. They'll burn your ass alive. Watch this crazy shit. Baltimore, Maryland, the Independent Investigations Division of the Maryland Office of the Attorney General is investigating a fatal pedestrian crash that occurred on Wednesday following an attempted traffic stop by Baltimore police in East Baltimore. Watch this fucking video. This is wild. I'm going to rewind it. So the cops are chasing this dude. He comes flying through here. Boom. And then the building falls down on their asses. Both cars f fly into that building. And the airbag just popped out right there. There's a person laying under this debris right here. And I'm not sure if he ran over this dude when he comes through the frame right here. Right here. Was this the person that he ran over right here? I'm not sure exactly, but is he dragging him there? And then when he hits this car, 
it goes flying because it's hard to see if this was the driver of the car. Like, does the door come open and he comes flying out? But the dude comes flying out right here and his body hits the side of this building. Then the whole building falls down on both of these cars and the guy. Boom. See, there's his body right there. That's the dude go flying. So where did he come from? I'm not sure. Let's watch it. Boom. Crazy as hell. R.I.P. to them people. That's why they don't like the cops to chase people a lot of times, but you got to end that shit before it even gets to this point. Look at the cops. They're like, what do I do with this, man? This is just a big old pile of, oh, my God. Crazy as hell. Then you got people doing this dumbass shit. When you go, you got to try to have a, a business and something went wrong with her order or... She's irate about something. She starts tipping this dude's whole livelihood over. Like, I don't care about your shit. I'll tip it over. I'll knock it down. She knows it's going to cost them money. They got to clean it all up. Tip the whole fucking thing over. Like, what was the big deal? Entitled ass bitch. And then if you go over and crack her fucking head open, somebody's going to try to fuck with you. Dude, bust that bitch in the head. I don't understand it. Why she tipping all that hot ass shit over the grill and everything? Like a damn little child, frustrated little baby. Seen a kid do giving temper tantrums like that. You just hit me right. He sent me some randomness on Instagram. I'll take a look at it. Get that Instagram window open again. Give me one second. I'll do that. I need a bigger button masher. I got to flip through all these pages to get to my buttons. I've seen this one before, I think. Ain't this the one where she uh, goes upside his damn head? Maybe he was out too late. Maybe he was messing with some other girl or something. See if I can pull it up. Yeah, so I don't know if he was with some other girl. He came home late or whatever, but she was beating his ass. I told you, I don't even like her. <laughs> don't tell me, bitch. Like he just came in the house, got his moped. Where have you been? I had noodles on the stove all day. How dare you? Yeah, I'd seen that one before. I, I'd always wonder what, she, what he did to get her so irate though she had to go upside his head. He was trying to whip his ass.
Thank you for sending me those stories. I always like those. You never know what you're going to find. This fire prevention, fire safety video right here for you guys. Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Oh shit, oh fuck, 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 fuck. Oh fuck. <laughs> She's like, I don't fuck, I don't know what to do. Help! How can you help, have a cooking show? Help! 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 help. <laughs> he forgot to do the laundry, Sonia says. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Maybe he didn't watch the TikTok video. He didn't get the message. Pro tip, if this ever happens to you, just throw some salt on it. If you got some uh, salt in the big container. Ch -ch -ch -ch. Fawn says, smothered, covered, and burnt. Yep, she's got a cooking show. Don't you think that she would know how to put out a fire if that happens? She's like, oh my God, shit, guys, I don't know what to do. Yeah, your house shit. is going to burn down. Shit. And that's probably an apartment. That looks like an apartment to me. So you're going to burn everybody's apartment down. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I don't know what to do. Help. Help. I need a fire extinguisher. I need to put this out. I, I don't know what to do. Help me, please. I need help. What an idiot. Like, throw some salt on it. I remember back in the day, we, we had some shit burning in the oven, and my dad came in there all calm and cool. I'm like, oh, my God, shit's burning down, Dad. What do we do? They're like, give me that salt. I'm like, what are you doing with salt? We ain't, we don't need salt on shit. We need this fire out. He goes, boosh, threw it right on that shit like it was nothing. I'm like, you damn superhero. What the hell? My dad was a superhero. Look at this sick fuck right here. Florida authorities arrest a 72-year-old man after finding 220,000 child porn images in his house. Look at this fucking stash right here. Tell me, like, this ain't a clientele of somebody's... This is more than just a hobby, you know? Or maybe it is just a hobby. I have fucking no idea, but... It's just mind-boggling to me that there's this much of this evidence in one place. Are these repeated or different? Or is this 220 children, 220,000 children, different people on this? Or several images of the same ones, you know what I'm saying? That's a lot of fucking people. Look like a straight demon, too. Look at this motherfucker's face. Hell no. This show going to give you nightmares tonight, so. Shout out to this little man, though. Don't going to take no shit from this big fool right here trying to give him some shit. Five, eight, Come on, please. Throw a swing 
Kick his ass, sea bass. <laughs> so you see the 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 big dude threw the first punch. Come on, video. Twitter gets lazy sometimes at night. You just want to go to bed. You don't want to mess with me no more, Twitter. I haven't earned your patronage. Fuck out of here. Anyway. The little kid got his, uh, he gave him some. Yeah, so schools are like prisons now. So if you send your children there, you need to teach them to fight before they go there. He straight up hit that little kid. Boom, boom, give it to him, give it to him. Boom, boom, boom. He let this big motherfucker have it too, son. Get his ass, get him. <laughs> Where is the fucking teacher right now, anyway? They want him to hit him with that book so bad. <laughs> it's like a damn prison, man. I'm telling you. He's like, dude, let my go, let my leg go, dumbass idiot. I mean, what do you do when somebody's almost twice your size and tries to punch you like that? You give the idiot something to fucking think about. That's what you do. I bet he won't mess with him again. I bet you won't. Let's see what these fine ladies have to say about their future prospects. seem nice they seem like a couple of nice young ladies there you mind if I get your number fuck out of here and allegedly this video is uh 
if I can get it to roll. Why are you gonna mess with me? Yeah, you gotta be a gang member, a love story for the ages. Yeah, for sure. I don't even qualify. I couldn't get with one of them ladies. I'm lacking. Yeah, they get them high standards, son. You gotta be pulling cookies and this and that or whatnot, whatever she said. Yeah, here goes some uh, video of a transgender screaming at a Muslim woman to remove her hijab and gets beaten up by other Muslims. Watch them how they come and defend this woman. That's what you're supposed to do. Like, dude, you accosting this bitch? Dude, you about to get your head knocked off, homie. And not just for me, everybody else too. Get him, y'all. Get him. This is what reminds me of the wild kingdom. Like, I try to use that analogy. Like, if you're out there in the wild, like we, t we showed the footage of that lion biting that dude's fucking finger off. How long do you think you're going to be able to fuck around with the lion's family until he comes over there and bites your fucking head off? And all the rest of his homeboys go, hold up, man. There's somebody in our pack that we need to get rid of. Here he comes. Here comes the lion. You doing something fucked up? No, I'm just a little bitch-ass hyena. I'm, I'm doing bitch shit. Oh, yeah, you about to find out, motherfucker. And your buddy, too. Come and get him, y'all. Boom, 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 boom. Go upside that head. Dick just swinging around underneath that skirt. Kick him in his tranny balls. Bunch of fucking weirdos. If more people went upside those motherfuckers' heads, it'd be a different world right now. It's a different world. Oh, my God. I just had a great idea for a meme. I have so many meme videos I need to make. Sonia says that reminds me during the BLM protest, they were hoping on hopping on planes with their unemployment, going on vacation to Florida, Puerto Rico. Excuse me, they well, they tried to terrorize people in Puerto Rico and it didn't work out well for them. Hi, huh? yeah, for sure. They go to other places and find out real quick, like it ain't like America, man. Dude, yeah, they did look like Miss Man in Scary Movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write that down. I'm going to try to pull that footage and make that work. That was before it's time, dude. Having the, the satchel come out from underneath the skirt and rub her on, the, uh, on her uh, forearm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, that's a different type of comedy altogether right there. Here goes some more dumbasses at the airport. Why do they always got to start shit with the employees at the airport? I know it's frustrating when you're at the airport and shit don't go right. But doing this shit right here is definitely going to delay your flight. You know what I mean? Like she went around the little ropes trying to fight everybody over here now. People act like a damn fool. I could like some damn fools out here. 
And these are all airport staff, you know what I mean? They're getting their asses handed to them. Pressure cooker, man. Yeah, you would think they have strict security. You'll be you definitely on a no fly low a no fly list right now. When they do catch you, I don't think that you're getting out of the airport. It's not like you can just walk away like you're on the street, you're gonna go somewhere. They got cameras, they will find you. Here's the grab and go from Texas. I was trying to find this earlier for the other show, but I guess it's more appropriate here anyway. We don't need to hear no music. No, they just pulled the doors off of this gun store and watch them all run in here and smash and grab. This is in Texas, a one-minute robbery. Look at all these damn guns they're taking. Look, at, they got all these right here they can take. Dude just grabs one and he's like, oh, should I get more? Oh, no, fuck it. And the homeboy went through here. He's smashing up all the cabinets and shit. They're all just taking whatever they want. They got all these long guns back here they can get. And Boomhauer got the third degree from the lady in Chicago saying it was Trump supporters and people. I think the words that she actually used were the people that look like you are helping uh, buy and steal weapons and transporting them up to Chicago and selling them to gang members. Yes, Sonia, that is the whole point. That is their absolute whole entire argument. This is why we need gun control. They can't steal the guns if the guns don't exist. Yeah, and you've seen footage probably of where they confiscate guns in other countries and they burn those shits, they, they melt them down. Which is dumb as hell to me. Well, I mean, your country does whatever your country does, I guess. That's all on you, but... Hotel bomb, what now? Explain that again. Um... What did I say? I'm sorry. I'm not sure what I said, Sonia. Sorry. Uh, about Boomhauer. But yeah, this is why we need gun control. Supposedly. Is there all a lie about... Oh, um, guns in Chicago. Okay, yes, thank you. Uh, he got into... I guess what you would call a heated debate with the left-handed dum-dum. And uh, she was basically saying, this is when he had like his beard and all that shit, his bald-headed beard. He looked like a Viking. And uh, she was telling him, she's a Democrat basically of their little family up there. But it was Trump supporter people, or people that looked like him that were bringing guns up to Chicago, selling them to gang members. And I said, dude, how dumb do you think people are? Like somebody that is white, just like us, is going to go up into the the hardest fucking uh, gang member infested 
parts of Chicago and sell them guns unscathed? I don't know. It just seems dumb. They have no logic. And he was trying to tell her, like, no, dude, that's not how it's getting there. And she had no idea about the, the trains getting robbed. Like the Chicago cop was calling ABL show that day and was schooling everybody on how they really get guns. They robbed those trains and shit. Crazy. Would you date a police officer? No, f the pigs. Because. Damn it, I can't. The video was supposed to crap out on me here. Yeah, did y'all see your uh, Greta cheeseburger? getting escorted from one part of the parking lot to the other, and they're trying to say it was arrested. Breaking Greta Thunberg was got arrested in Norway. You tell me if you see any arrest happening here. I'm just going to let the video play. So they take her from wherever she was. It takes four or five cops to just to... Move her little ass. She weighs five pounds. Well, I don't know. She's putting on some weight here lately. Must be eating good on those private jets. So they drop her off and just leave her there and go, okay, you can leave now. She gets and walks off with her friend. How was she arrested? I don't know. These. This is awesome staged bullshit. And why would they just arrest her always and not everybody else that's there? It seems weird as hell to me. They're just taking her over to the cur the curb and setting her down, and she walks away. They basically they just gave her a lift. She's the queen being uh, taken around by the chariot. What are those things called when they're uh, holding the people up? They're holding the kings and queens up on the little. Uh, I'd call it a chariot, I guess, but I know that's the thing that they pull with the horses or whatever. You sent me a random Greta link on Twitter. Don't block me. Oh, hell. Jump in the fire. Yeah. Let's see what this is. Sonya sent me something crazy. Oh, I've seen something about this before. I never actually saw the performance, though. I'm going to comb through that hair, you little heathen. Propagandist. What do you think she's going to be like when she gets older? She's this bad now. Shut up. We are no strangers to love. <laughs> what is this? I've seen this dumb shit. Are there people there that take her seriously? Okay, well, first of all, I can tell you this is a track that is being played over of an audience screaming. This is not a real audience screaming. Watch the people's faces. Watch their reactions.
like their mouths are all closed. Nobody's screaming to the top of their lungs just like it's a Beatles concert. In general, not just there. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't think anybody takes her seriously. All these people are little puppets or they're dumb, soft brain dum-dums that believe the propaganda. They do this a lot too, by the way, of the crowd giving this uh, audience response. They're going, yeah, yeah, we love you. Yeah, that's not real. And they're young as hell. Would they even know that song? I don't think they would know the song. He has to read the lyrics off the cue card. What an idiot. Destroying this man's song. I can't stand old grated cheeseburger. How dare you, Sonia? How dare you? She says, I could be wrong, but these songs came to the younger generations through video games. Yeah, I would probably say that's true. Um, there was a lot of driving games that I played um, a few years back, and they had a lot of different songs on there and like guitar hero and shit like that. You've get opened up to different songs. You probably wouldn't have ever heard before or actually sat and take the time to listen to. So crime pays. This article here says New York City agrees to shell out millions to BLM protesters and a settlement payment comes as the left-wing city council pushes to defund the NYPD. New York City has agreed to pay hundreds of Black Lives Matter protesters at least $21,500 each in a proposed settlement, just as Liberty City Council members pushed to defund the New York Police Department amid a spike in robberies, assaults, and stolen cars. A lawsuit claiming police boxed in, pepper sprayed, and zip-tied 300 protesters and during a June 2020 BLM demonstration in the Bronx could end in a 4 to $6 million settlement if a judge approves the city's proposal. So the city has proposed this as they want to settle out of court with these fools? Wow. The protest came in the wake of the killing of George Floyd, dumbass. In Minneapolis, officers responded to the protest after activists violated citywide curfew. Some protesters will receive an additional $2,500 if they were ordered to appear in court and respond to accusations. The massive payout comes as left-wing members of the city council seek to strip funding from the NYPD. The city council progressive caucus pledged to do everything we can to reduce the size and scope of the NYPD. 
The push comes as crime numbers in January spiked after a brief dip in late 2022. Crime increased by 4.1% in January, led by felony assaults, which saw a 14.9% increase from 2022, according to the New York Post. Yeah, they were flipping cars upside down and badgering cops, people. This is crazy. Yeah. The caucus, which until last week comprised 80% of the council's Democratic members, lost 15 members who refused to sign the pledge. One Democratic city council member spoke anonymously to the New York Daily News, saying the goal is to defund is widely unpopular in the city. A lot of the members who left the Progressive Caucus agree with the principles of reforming the NYPD, but aren't willing to take the leap toward toward defunding the NYPD. Crazy as hell. Yeah, the NYPD should all leave New York City. Who's going to police them then? That's what I'm saying. They're going to bring in other forces, and that's what you voted for. That's what you wanted. And then uh, I think ABL talked about Atlanta wanting to secede away from their shit because their cops won't, their uh, council members and everybody won't let them prosecute these people. So they want to get away from them and be able to police their crime their way. I mean, you're going to have a city settlement with these idiots, man. They're just a bunch of violent dum-dums trying to burn shit up, fucking people's shit up. Come on, man. What are you dumb? Give me one second here. I appreciate all my rumble folks hanging out late with me. After we're done with this show, we're going to do a movie. Uh, Latina requested a movie last week. And since we saw Uncle Tom one, we're going to do something a little bit different. Sony says, what is the point of controlling the crowd, a.k.a. doing your job, if it's just going to result in lawsuits? Make it make sense. Yeah. And then you're, as a cop, you're even afraid to do it. Like, if they're going to just let them go anyway, if they're not seriously hurting anybody, why am I going to get involved with it? They're just going to end up putting me in jail because, you know, it always escalates. They want to take it further and further and further. Until the cop really has no choice but to escalate it further or de-escalate it all together and take your ass out. Give me one second here, guys. I think... uh... Make sure that these are all the, yeah, here goes uh, Larry Elder even posted one about it. Defund the police congressional member. Corey Bush paid her husband $60,000 for security, and he doesn't have a security license. So he was her security, her, her own husband was her security?
the THB movie. I don't know why I'm red. Why are you red? Uh, the movie that she wanted us to watch was... Shit, I can't think of it off the top of my head. It's in my movie, so I got it saved on my movie favorites. Yeah, Anthony, you must be heated. You're all red over there. So I wonder why. Ain't that a conflict of interest, letting her husband be the security of your uh your squad, your little squad team, especially if he doesn't have a, a security license. Squad member Corey Bush reportedly paid her now husband, so it's her husband now. Oh, he, oh, okay, you got it. He, she married her security, so he was waxing that ass on the down low, and finally got in there. That's that mayor, uh, mayor. Megan Barry shit like what happened in our town she was showing her purse all over town with her security detail squad member Corey Bush reportedly paid her now husband more than $60,000 for his quote unquote security services despite that the fact that the man does not have the proper credentials Her camp her campaign doled out sixty thousand in private security payments last year to Courtney Merritts, who she quietly married earlier this month. Uh, Sonia says it's likely she married the agent in charge, the one that knows the most about her. When I went through the executive protection training, the first thing we were told was to never get too involved. Oh yeah with the client or principal. The job is to keep them alive, not get emotionally involved. That guy that married Corey Bush compromised the entire security detail. That's what I was thinking. That reminds me of the bodyguard. Remember old Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston? He was waxing that ass and she was like, you're my bodyguard. He was like, hell yeah, I am. Yeah, that's what someone else said, not your thoughts. Yes, I got your quotations on that. Sorry if I didn't read it properly. That was Sonya's third-person opinion there, not her own. Merritts, however, pocketed the security payments despite not having a St. Louis private security license, which is needed to perform security functions in the area. Fox News Digital has discovered... Merritt's also received the campaign's cash as it simultaneously paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to a St. Louis security firm and other individual for personnel protection. Yeah, he was like, I'm going to guard that body, girl. Get over here. Let me guard that booty. Booty guard. Fox News Digital filed a public records request with the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department on Monday morning seeking information regarding Merritt's private security license. In response, a Sunshine Law Administrator said there are no responsive records relative, relative to the request and Merritt's does not have a current license. Wouldn't that be some kind of charge he could be held up on? I don't know how that law works as far as that goes. 
the record search, which covered the city of St. Louis and its neighboring St. Louis County, encompasses Bush's entire congressional district, according to the St. Louis Metropolitan PD website. With the exception of the St. Louis police officers, all persons performing a security function in the city of St. Louis must be licensed to do so through the private security section. Likewise, in St. Louis County, security officers must register with the same security section. Crazy. So they want to talk about how uh, Trump this, Trump that, money, 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 corruption, when they do it all the time. And they hate guns, but they got $60,000 for security detail because she didn't feel safe. The fuck out of here. Ilhan's husband was her campaign advisor or something, right? It's totally conflict. I would think if they go get government funding. Yeah, for sure. If we're paying for it too, if you want to have your own private security, pay for it out of your own pocket, which they would never do. Look at this other story. When was this? Oh, this was 2021. I guess she was saying that somebody has shot at her back in the day. And the police chief says, Nobody, no one shot at you, Corey. The police chief debunks the claim that white supremacists shot at Corey Bush in Ferguson. She's a grifter. She's been a race grifter for a while. You got your own security, Anthony? Smith and Wesson? You got those two hanging out with you, Smith and Wesson? Man, I appreciate y'all being here. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. Um, I want to make sure that that was all the news stories. I think it was. Got the Palestine thing. Make sure y'all check out my shorts that I've been putting out too. I've been putting out a few shorts. And uh, I got some memes that are going to be dropping here fairly soon. I got to finish those up. It's always a good time making fun stuff to make people laugh. Yeah, the AR-15 and the Glock 9. They're a beautiful couple. They're a bang-up pair. Uh-huh. Yeah, so uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for the news portion of uh, this Rumble show. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. I definitely appreciate it so very much. Hit that like button on the way in. Hit the subscribe button on the way out. I will catch you guys here in just a few minutes. Um, I'm going to set up this movie and set up this other stream for the movie. They just got hitched. Oh, that's so that's so beautiful. Let me find out what that movie is called. I'm going to show it to you on screen so we'll know what we're in for. It's going to give me one moment here to hook it up. Oh, it's called Bad Medicine, everybody. I don't know what the movie is about. Latina is the one that recommended this one. She better show her ass up to this show. I know everybody's busy doing stuff, but 
If you suggest a movie, you better be here to watch it, woman. Yeah, so I'm not sure what type of movie this is. This could be a horror movie. It could be a funny movie. I don't really know, but we're going to find out here in just a little bit. So you guys come back. You're going to get that notification here in just a few minutes, I hope. I'm going to set up the movie stream, and we're going to get rocking and rolling. If you guys have any other questions for me, drop them now. All the humanity beer. Yeah, that's a good one, Anthony. That way we can actually have time to sit and watch the damn thing and pay attention. Boom, got it. Yeah, the Humanity Bureau will do that one. All right, guys, thank you guys so very much. I appreciate it. We're going to see you here in about, give me about 30 minutes or so. It might not take that long. I'll get the stream set up, but I will be be back shortly. I appreciate y'all. We'll see you on the next one. Peace out.